Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we discuss the Space Jam 2 trailer, Godzilla vs. Kong, Warner Brothers Greenlights, the Thundercats movie, Bad Batch trailer, and the Winter Soldier episode 3. Almost. Yeah, see? Thanks. Yeah, it was my fault. Huh? He was totally going to get it right the first time. I'm sure he was. Welcome, everyone. I'm already joining me are Chris and Ethan, and I would have had that right the first time, but you screwed. No, you wouldn't have. It's <laughs> more of the fact that you have it right that Ethan's here, because he said you were here twice last week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, he's like, for, for Chris and Ethan, I'm, wait a minute. <laughs> I said at the beginning, we should have just said you were here. And, and let joining it go. you this week are, are Ethan, Mikey, and Chris. What's up, Jim? Just... Have the whole show where you don't say anything at the end, like, and yet another show where Ethan doesn't say anything for Ethan, Chris, and Mikey. It's funny as I listen, I've been listening to the show from last week. All, that's how we got car. that one listener. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, it's not bad, but you know, thanks. <laughs> F F you. <laughs> That was like Chris mentioned the dice earlier. You know, we rolled and see who talks. I was like, man, he does talk a lot, but he's you know he's kind of the informative one on the show. That might be the nicest thing he's ever said about me. Probably. Hey, so I'm sure uh, he'll call me a dick in about twenty minutes. So Sp- apparently, this is my last episode because the show is a lot better without me on it. No, it's not that it's better. It's just you know he said it's better. I didn't say it's better. I just listened to the show said, and said it's you know not what? bad. This, this is, is when not Ethan's bad. not on the show. I listen to it. <laughs> When Ethan's not on the show, it's not bad. Uh, he just wants to listen to Mikey. That's it. Hey, did you know you can listen to the show on Audible? I still sure. have to figure Crickets. out how to buy tickets for or coins or whatever for Audible. Audible's the worst system in the world. You, you just, can't you can't buy the book out of the app. Those drives me crazy. But you can also do a um, a service, you know, like a fourteen ninety nine or whatever it is a month. I'm not doing $14.99 a and month. And you get a credit every month that you do. Dude, so. I, I had to do a triple take as to whether I was going to pay 3 bucks a month for the Major League Baseball radio app. Because <laughs> the NHL, it's free. Through the and NHL, you rolled the dice to see if you were going to get it? Well, no. It was, hey, you know what? I'm at work. I'm not going to be in the front as much anymore. I'm trying to do click collections and stuff. Like, I can listen to Braves games at 4 o'clock with no problem. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll do it. And then I'll listen to the first two games and they fucking blow it. So. <laughs> anyway, nope. Now I don't know if I want to I don't know if I want to listen to this all the time. Hey, so the Space Jam 2 trailer dropped today. Remember when we thought this was never going to happen? Yeah. And then we're like, this is totally going to happen. And then afterwards, we're like, this is never going to happen. Well, and then now here here we are. And still, and it's any, happening. Anyone, anyone who tells me that LeBron James came to L.A. because he wanted to win a championship is a liar. Now, he did because he was like, all right, now what I want you to do is just buy all the other players. They'll come with me. The only reason he came to L.A. was to do Space Jam 2. Oh, yeah. He's not terrible. He's movies. not terrible in the trailer. No. He's. I mean, he's just like Michael Jordan was. You know, no. Michael Jordan wasn't bad in the movie either. If you think about it, he's got LeBron has a lot more experience in Hollywood already. He does, yeah. But he I had mean, a major part in that Amy Schumer movie for for Michael Jordan not being an actor. He didn't do bad. But see, the difference is Michael Jordan only did commercials before Space Jam, whereas yeah, he's just playing. LeBron himself. has done Sprite. No, he's not. He's but he he's had a series on uh, HBO or something, you know. Granted, it's, it's more of a talk show type thing, but it's still in front of the camera speaking. Yeah, Jordan, which, Jordan wasn't bad either. It's it's just it's yeah. it's you run the risk of yeah. somebody who was in that who oh gosh, who was in the Adam Sandler heist movie last year 
Wasn't there wasn't there an NBA player who was in it for like a lot and they said he's really good? Yes. Because that was part of it. It was he was the going to the store to buy jewelry all the time. Yes, and I don't remember who, I don't remember who it was. The either, heist so. movie? It, I, don't uh, know, I haven't the, watched an Adam the, Sandler movie in a while. It's the one that he everyone thought he should have been nominated for the Oscar. Maybe not last year. I guess it was in twenty nineteen. No, I think it was last year. Well, twenty nineteen yeah. for twenty twenty season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he ran a, the jewelry store. Yeah, everybody he thought involved, he should be nominated. Yeah, he was involved in like a, a not a heist, but it's like a scandal or something. He was like a con man or something. Yeah, and he conned yeah. like the mob. Yeah, and so they were coming after him, and everyone said like it's one of the most tense movies you'll ever see because just at the point where it starts, you just keep thinking something bad's going to happen over and over again. Anyway, there was an mm-hmm. NBA player in that too. Yes, there's a lot of different NBA players. It is, and, and so watching this when you see LeBron, it's like this is this is the longest Sprite commercial I've ever seen. <laughs> Look, money can buy you good uh, acting coaches, so. Well, that's just it. You know, you're seeing a lot more yeah. athletes before they do a, a film and on the film, they have an acting coach. Yeah, you know, which is the way it should be for that. If you're going to bring somebody on like that, it's not like Shaq doing, you know, Shazam. Oh, Shaq <laughs> or Steel. Well, even back then, it wasn't like you know the, the movies weren't really paying attention to get them acting coaches before they showed the movie. They're just like, oh, Shaq's a big draw. Let's make a movie with him. Yeah, sure. And well, that's he's really tall. Anthony yeah. Hardaway did a great job with uh, Blue Anthony. Chips. Mm. That's, what, that's what I said. Anthony, not Anthony. I didn't say Anthony. I, I said Anthony. Actually, I think I said Anthony. Look, his mother couldn't spell his name correctly. At least respect it. Uh, but no, he was in Blue Chips, and he did a Before good job. anybody accused me of being racist, that is the real reason. <laughs> she wanted it spelled differently, so she spelled it differently. Well, that's, what, that's what's wrong with spell. Arabella's name. <laughs> Arabella's name is spelled A-R-I-E-B-E-L-L-A, which is technically Arabella. Yes. Because I want... I could never sell her to say her name right when it first started. I'm like, this is not right. Because I wanted to call her Aries, you know, A-R-I-E. I thought it was because you guys mixed the princesses together. Yeah, you wanted to call Ariel and Bella. No, Ariel, it was because I wanted to call her Aries. Why don't you just call her Aries then? But we put it into the name. Just call her Aries. Confuse make her the god of people. Yeah, because it ended up that all of us call her Bella. Well, that's what she is. She is, you know, that's But the funny thing her. is there's a lot of people that spell her, their name, they're named Arabella as well, and they spell it the same way as no, she does. they spell yeah. it A-R-A. I've seen it. You have? I've seen yeah. it with the A's. I've seen it A-R-I-E. I've, seen it. I've A-R-I-E. never A-R-I-E. seen it with A-R-I-E. I've seen it with A-R-I-A, Aria, mm. or A-R-I-A-Bella, technically, but again, people just pronounce it whatever. Hey, so my, Space Jam too. It's one, well, it's one of my favorite jokes with... Uh, Beth's going to listen to the uh, show and goes, why the hell are they talking about Arabella's <laughs> when When she was a... Uh, hey, it's a slow news week. And this she does signings. And so when she's signing something, she's had people that are just like, yeah, my name's Mike, but it's actually spelled in all numbers. No. <laughs> M-I-K-E. And just hands it back to them. <laughs> Aries is going to come downstairs in a minute. <laughs> Probably. Why are you guys talking about me? <laughs> and I'm not even on the show. She wants more mac and cheese. Um, so Space Jam 2. Yes. The most Space. unnecessary movie in the history of unnecessary It's a movie that's I disagree 25, because you 25 know years too late. I, I disagree think. because it's gotten Eric work in a film. We love Eric. Doesn't mean the film has to happen. Yeah. Eric does fine without Space Jam. Eric is more, more a part of that movie than LeBron James, yes. if you think about it. Because he's doing he at least does four like almost all the characters on there. Yeah. So I'm sure he does the voice for He Khan. does the voice of Don Cheadle on there as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the voice of the King Kong that shows up for a second. Well, a lot of that was rendered 
for Ready Player One. So they yeah. have all those files. That's, when I first saw the Iron Giant in this, I was like, well, it's it's straight up going to be like Ready Player One where they're just going to throw in throw a bunch, in a bunch of, of people. Yeah. It's, it's not, it doesn't fit in with the Space Jam franchise. It looks though, like they're the that. audience. From what I can, from what I can yeah, kind I of guess. tell in it, I guess they're the audience to watch it. It looks. Well, I mean, if you my, look at his list of was, ones he wants, he puts Kong on his list. He puts Kong, Gandalf, Iron Giant, and Superman on his yeah. list. Um, and then, of course, gets a bunch of cartoons because, like, I don't think we can get Gandalf. I'm not. I'm pretty sure Ian McKellen's not going to play basketball. Uh, <laughs> sure, he can still play. You call it basketballs, maybe. Um, it, it's the the thing that I saw it and I was like, boy, this is overblown. Totally. But that's mm-hmm. what people want. I said kids are going to love it. I think if you're a big fan of space, like if Space Jam is part of your personality, that's your life. You're going to love it. Basketball unless, players, unless will the like part it. of Space Jam that is your life it's, is is banging off one for the girl, the little bunny girl, then no, it's not your life. You're going to be really disappointed because she wears longer shorts. No. Uh, but other than that, like if you're like Space Jam is the greatest movie I've ever seen. It makes zero sense. It's really weird. It it's like Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray's in it. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so is Newman. So what do you want? <laughs> That's true. Wayne Knight has like a it, major role. Wayne Knight would not be allowed within 300 yards of this film. Because, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, you're not good looking enough to be a part of Space Jam 2 that's going to have all these beautiful people in it and rendered CGI craziness. I expect Will Smith to show up just because they made a comment. You know, he makes a comment. Well, does Will Smith have to go through this? I'm sure he called him and said, I'm going to drop your name in the thing. I doubt Will Smith's going to be in it. Will Smith? Uh, no, probably just, not. Well, I'm pretty sure Will Smith gave up acting after After Earth. He's like, you know, it's never going to get any better than this. <laughs> no, he did that one. Uh, he did that one where he plays himself. Yeah, he's done a lot of them. Younger. Uh, Gemini Man. Gemini Man, yeah. The After Earth is one of my favorite Honest Trailers, too, because <laughs> I think movie. I think they admit this is the that was the first Honest Trailer movie that they didn't watch the whole movie because they couldn't get through it. Yeah, It was on HBO one time. Oh, it's awful. Started watching it, and I'm like, this is horrible. It's the only movie my friend Robot ever walked out of. I could never get through it. It's like, awful. And how it's bad, awful. You know how I watch stupid movies. You watch terrible films. I'm shocked you couldn't get through it. Um, I'm shocked you didn't go, it's all right, I'll watch it again. No. <laughs> Look, it, Space Jam 2 falls into the category of this resurgence of 90s culture. I think, and a lot of the younger kids today just love what happened in the '90s. Whether you know, trends. younger kids today like what happened. in Yes, the 90s. I'm, I sound very old now. Well, yeah. they probably heard a lot about <laughs> but about about uh, Space Jam, and so this will be their Space Jam. Yeah, so it, it, I'm sure they're going to be happy to see it. It has one of their most favorite NBA players right now. The same that like we had with Michael Jordan, Jonas Antetokounmpo. The whole movie remind just kind of seemed like Ready Player One when because you know how there's all the the yeah. different planets where they go to. It's like okay, so is this inside the Warner Brothers Matrix? You know where you have the Looney Tunes planet. Then yeah, Neo have, shows up too. Yeah, you have the Matrix planet. You have the Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings planet. That's what it looks like because it looks like there is different worlds in that little map when he was falling through or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you see Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you see Game of Thrones, you yep. see uh, uh, Flintstones, you see a yeah. bunch of different stuff for it. Yeah, because one of the dragons from uh, Game of Thrones shows up. It's Lego. It's the Lego movie. Yeah, yeah, that or it's it's Ready Player uh, One. It, no, isn't isn't it Smog that shows up? I thought Is the dragon Smog? at the end when they when Kong's coming towards it, the dragon. I thought they. Whatever. I couldn't tell the dragon. It's one I couldn't tell if it was Smog or if it was. Uh, it was one, one of, of the, the ten properties Warner Brothers has that has <laughs> dragons. Right. <laughs> um. Will anybody watch it? 
I've never seen the first one. I really don't really? care. No. Wow. I'm not a basketball I fan. I saw the first one when I was eight. And, and I was I never a Jordan it. fan. Yeah. Like, Jordan broke my heart when that, that, that Phoenix Suns championship. Idiots. Like, just hit the three-point line and go into overtime. Uh, I was always a Jordan fan. If this if this movie was Charles Barkley, I'd totally go see it. What the hell are we going to do playing basketball against those goons? Squall? Inconceivable. Oh, wait. No, God. There it is. <laughs> Third time's a charm. And the acting in it would have been... That's terrible. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Inconceivable. I would... Uh, if Barkley was... Barkley was always my favorite. Like, Barkley was fantastic. Um, uh, he was in the first one, wasn't he? He's in it for a little bit, yeah. yeah. There's one of the... When I used to watch that stupid... Whatever Channel 4 used to have on Saturdays with, when basically it was just <laughs> a moderate shot show. Like, do you know that I know Michael Jordan? Check out my time with Michael Jordan. I know Michael Jordan. I'm friends with Michael. I hang out with Michael. I go with Michael. Oh, my. And yeah. it just turned like, Ahmad, we're talking about the Charlotte Hornets. You know, Michael's played against the Charlotte Hornets. Let's talk about There's a video from like, they were shooting like one of the McDonald's commercials or something when Jordan had retired when he went to go play baseball. And it's. Like he's in a he's in a pool chair or whatever, like in the pool, and Charles is on the deck, and he's just going, "Come back, Michael! You gotta come back, man! We can't." Oh, I remember come, that. Come back, Michael! And I just sat there like he just beat your ass in the NBA Finals, and you're begging him to come back? No, because like the two years you're gone, you lost to the stupid Rockets. Like just f. And I was <laughs> basically like, I discovered hockey in '93, and then basketball went doo, 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 and then gone. It's just worthless <laughs> to watch now. I can't stand it. I think if Jordan would have stayed, they would have won ten. They would have won eight. Yeah, because they were they were three and three and three three and three and two, so they would have won eight. Um, no, I mean Space Jam since it will be on HBO Max and in the theaters, I'll I'll check it out. Of course you will. Well, you better check it out because if we try to get Eric on the show, we at least got to say we either watch. I think I can figure out what the movie's about. (laughs) My interest, in Eric, isn't the actual show. It would be, it would be like getting towards it and how he approaches it and all that stuff. Oh yeah, I don't need to see the yeah, movie. To yeah, definitely. I know who's playing. Okay, so every cartoon in this, how was that? <laughs> how did you do Don Cheadle's voice? I want. <laughs> how long did you spend watching Don Cheadle before you could do the voice accurately? <laughs> Are you in Iron Wars or <laughs> Armor, Wars? Armor Wars? He might be. He's done a lot of uh, voiceovers for a lot of voiceovers. Period. Marvel for yeah, Marvel. Yeah. Um. So sticking with Warner Brothers, Godzilla versus Kong Godzilla. came out this weekend. Let them fight. Um, what do you think of it, Chris? <laughs> Let them fight. If you're gonna go see a movie where Godzilla fights Kong, that's the movie for you. My favorite review. No, was, on, was a friend on Facebook who said my review of Godzilla versus Kong. God damn it! There's humans in this one too. Um, <laughs> it always is. It, well, the humans have to be the bad guy. It, no, the humans have to be in it. Like if if you, if you got your way, you just be like Godzilla would just go to Skull Island, and it'd be ninety minutes of them punching the living crap out of each other. Sure. And then at the end, they just shake hands and like, all right, we're gone. Um, did cool. you did you see my what I was talking about by the uh, Batman versus Superman uh, moment? Sort of, I guess. Um, Wait, they're both, in the, both their mothers are named Martha. They're in the middle of a fight with each other. Well, the joke, the, and then the joke, they stop. Spoilers. Uh, the joke has been like the the movie. Um, the two of them become friends when they both realize their mom's name is Mothra. Mothra. Um, <laughs> Get out. 
wasn't my joke. I read it. It's like 8,000 people's jokes. It's that like is, all over the place. That is so good, though. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. That's because why there really is. Joke. I mean, there, there's this, you know, both of the characters, you know, you've been built up for two movies each. Let's, you know, put it out there. Um, that they're it's both the, the good Kong guys. Movie. Huh? What's the second Kong movie? King Kong. I'm just going to consider King Kong, you know, the... the uh, within, within this the Jack universe, Black they've made... Oh, that's not that's not even close. <laughs> the, not the, even close. The, that's not this Kong at all. No, in, Plus in that the, Kong dies. Um, in this universe, there's three. There's been three movies. There's been three movies. Two Godzilla, two Godzilla one and one. Yeah, it's Gun Skull Island. Yeah, there's Kong. Yeah, Kong is Kong Island. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more coherent than Kingdom of the Monsters is. Oh, totally. Uh, it's got a, a better thoroughfare. But I mean, it, it, the fights are cool. The action. I mean, I just want to know CG's. I mean, I, you've got to wonder. Gareth Edwards got to watch that go. Why didn't I have this budget? Yeah. Like, I got 40 seconds that I can do a Kong, and half of my film is a bunch of insect-looking mantis things. And I'm watching this, and it's like, nope, in pure daylight where they just kick the crap out of each other for mm-hmm. an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I, I could have done that. I just want to know, in Hollow Earth, who the architect was that was there. Hollow. Who, who, who cut out, you know, who, who built the statues, who built the doors, the throne, all that. Kong. Because some They're sentient being cool. must have been down yeah, there. Yeah, it's all the, all the Kongs. They get stupider as they go along. <laughs> as oh, soon as they were standing at the door with the, with the hand on it, I was like, what? I mean, the movie's not bad. I enjoyed it. But if it, you're going to think about it, I know. Give up. That's what I told Beth. That's yeah. exactly what I told Beth when we were watching it. It's a, That's the thing. You I'll can't. put it this way. It was smarter than the Fast 9 trailer I saw in front of it. <laughs> wow, does that look awesomely terrible that looks so bad oh it's oh, but, so bad but Vin Diesel's son is going to be in it to play I don't young care. Dom but I will say out no, of everything God, that's, please, that's happened no, no. you've got no. you've, you have Han coming back from the dead you have you know a magnetic plane that catches cars he he does it like a Spider-Man swing you can't understand a word he says the worst thing Number one, absolute by far, the Family. worst thing. No, no, the worst thing in that trailer, Charlize Theron's haircut. That's terrible. Oh my god, she is wearing a bowl, <laughs> and it's got to be because she she says something in like some interview about the because she had she had cornrows in the first one because she's black, I guess. Um, and it's a terrible choice, and everybody said it was a terrible choice. She had to come to this like, <laughs> hold my beer. Check this out. I'm literally going to put a bowl on my head made of hair. And that's it. One of the classic, the most classically beautiful women that's ever existed in the universe. And you want to no. just just leave. You have a page boy haircut. You need to go home. This is not okay. Hey, she's trying something different. Yeah, she's trying something different. And that's give me the money. All of the money. I'll do whatever you want. Um. Oh, Fast Nine was terrible. Ruin the the whole Kong, you know, versus the the, the Godzilla. There's a car in it, and then it it flies. (laughs) So Um, Godzilla and Kong both get tuned up Civics, and they just drive around the island. (laughs) No, there's a Nissan JR9 with a rocket on it. And then Luda's like, no, that's not cool. And then he's in it, and he says, my ass is in fuego. (laughs) Somewhere Streets' head just exploded. Um, his favorite line is ejecto cito. <laughs> he loves that line so much. Um, and then it makes me start thinking, uh, start singing despacito, but ejecto cito. 
Did Millie Bobby Brown's character just feel like it was forced in it? And all the humans are forced in it. I mean, it just... It's just, there's, there's nothing, they don't do Well, anything. granted, the, the owner of the company who builds the Mechagodzilla. The human, the human characters are there to drive the plot forward. Yes. You figure out why Godzilla is a bad guy, and then Godzilla's a good guy again. Because you can't have 90 Except for the days. city of Hong Kong. Right. <laughs> in which about 2 million people die. Oh, yeah. Because then when they evacuate the city, and the next shot is a bunch of people sitting in a, in a skyscraper restaurant. Oh, <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> you're not really. You're not really evacuating that city really well. Boy, yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that died in that movie. Yeah, it's fun. I just to me it was weird because the one thing I did, you know, yes, you, Chris is exactly right. You have to put your mind away and not think about it. Or not not a what away. You need to leave it in the car because it needs to be really far away. Because Pens- Pensacola, Florida, suddenly has this monster you know uh facility that's built that you know that they have for meth it's it's florida come on but no it, it's it's no, for- the thing that i thought so this is big facility and then it's a sub basement it's like 32 floors down and i go you can't build that far down in florida it's all small plant yeah <laughs> No bedrock in Florida. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's the problem I have. Well, then they have not the hyper rail that goes to Hong Kong yeah, from Florida, which would be in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> or the fact that the earth has no core. Just well, no, it has a core, but it's below the, the no, because the way, hollow earth. No, the hollow earth is Look, a sweet, It's is a, a movie about a giant lizard no, and a giant monkey. Do we? So the problem we have is the human stuff. You can't build it under. Well, the it's United so funny States. is because it's so far fetched to think there's a train that goes through the center of the earth. But see, it's a so giant funny. lizard that was woken up by nuclear explosions that can shoot radioactive fire out of his mouth is the most believable thing in this film. <laughs> <laughs> or that Kong has now become forty two stories high. Yeah, and yet doesn't look it when he's still on Skull Island. It's, it's funny because right before they got ready to fight on the aircraft carrier, which by the way they would have sank the aircraft carrier. Just by both of them standing on it. Yeah. Well, the fact that the aircraft carrier is nuclear, it doesn't explode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought that's where they were going. Yeah. Like, oh, no, they're going to, it's going to be like every, you know, chips episode. As soon as the car hits, you know, a curb, it explodes into right. a thousand pieces. <laughs> he's like, he breaks this thing in like Someone half. throws a, a tomato at it or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna, like, he's going to step on the aircraft carrier and there's going to be a, a mushroom cloud in the middle of the Pacific or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, so. And then the bat just flies out from it. <laughs> It was, you know, I mean, it, it, it is. It, it's a fun movie to watch, but it's a big, literally big, dumb movie. It's a boom, boom, pow, pow movie. That's all. But I thought I, so. I liked it more than I liked Kingdom of the Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla. I I like Godzilla really only because I really love Gareth Edwards' direction of it. Yeah, Aaron Johnson's terrible. Um, it's funny. The one, the thing that I like him most in is Age of Ultron. <laughs> He has a different voice, and he's so he has more charisma in that movie than he is in any other movie I've seen him in, including Kick Ass. Like, hey, I know he's a dick, but I really like Quicksilver in this movie. <laughs> um, you should play jerks in everything, right. he's really good at playing, he's a play, jerk. He's good playing a jerk. I mean, that first thing when he looks back, I'll go, but you didn't see that coming. Like, whoa, okay, this is fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's it, fun, it's funny though, because you know. The hollowed earth thing, you know, it was almost like it came from a different planet. It was somehow inside the earth. Mm-hmm. Last week, they were saying that it was a hollowed earth. So, no, scientists were saying that that what was once thought a meteor that hit the earth may have actually been a protoplanet. 
that is still inside the earth. So basically when you know it hit the earth, the earth consumed it and it became part of the earth. So there's really two planets together. Well, they've had a theory for a while that there was going to be a second moon, but the Earth actually absorbed it when it was right. first being, you know, first being um, uh, formed. Yeah. So it was weird to, to see that that theory come out, and then I'm like, "Hey, look, that's the other planet that gets stuck <laughs> in the Earth." <laughs> that's like what? It's like nothing. Just just watch the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mecha Godzilla suddenly, you know, which is using the heads of. Uh, Mechagodzilla. Uh, um, what's what's the um, the three headed uh, dragon? Gordia. No, uh, not Gordita. <laughs> Gordita. <laughs> you want some Taco Bell, Holmes? Uh, Gord, Gord, no, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Gordon, Gord, whatever. Anyways, Gordita. they they took two of the heads and you know they used it. If Brandon to still listens to this, he's freaking he's out. Freaking he's out. such a huge Godzilla fan. Mm-hmm. He has them all by heart. Um, I can't remember now, and then. It's driving nuts. Uh, but yeah, that's how they were making Mecha Godzilla communicate and be able to. I'm to, surprised they used Hong Kong for two reasons. I'm One, not. no, I am. I'll tell you why. There's two reasons. One, it gives you a chance to use Japan again as an homage to Godzilla. And second, boy, that movie looks like Pacific Rim. Mm. Sure. Because the, all the Hong Kong scenes, I'm like, oh, this is just Pacific Rim. Yes. This is just Pacific Rim. Until the sun comes up. Like, oh, it can't be Pacific Rim because they didn't spend enough money to shoot any of the kaiju fights in the daytime. Is Pacific Rim uh, Warner Brothers? I think so. Yeah, because I think it was Legendary. Yeah. Warner Brothers bought Legendary, didn't they? Yeah, so they can basically use some of the same Yeah, because isn't, isn't, isn't the Jaeger in Ready Player? Isn't there a Jaeger in Ready Player? Uh, in the final scene, or am I wrong? No. I don't think so. Okay. No. There's a Gundam. I know there's a Gundam there, but I, I couldn't remember if there was a if it was a Jaeger. There, if there is, it's in the background. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I think that the reason they didn't use Japan, and they used Hong Kong, was because Hong Kong can look very similar to Japan to give you that same feel. With well, they the, used Hong Kong because they wanted to play in China. Well, yeah, well, that's China, true, and especially in the mainland, like yeah, blow up that stupid city. <laughs> But you, know, you have all the lights and stuff with the city. Mm-hmm. You know the way the the buildings are; they look very futuristic and stuff. Um, which I think that they used Hong Kong for Matterport as well. Yeah, uh, no, it was Roman, it was like Romania, wasn't it, or something to that effect? No, when you see the when you see the city Check from the, oh the, the wide shot of Madripoor is very Hong Kongish. Uh, yeah, because Hong Kong Madripoor is based off of Hong Kong, right? Slash any low Dubai. town, yeah. No, it's, I, um, I got the feeling of Dubai from. Well, that's that's different, but we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that part of it. Um, but I, I, I was the, the reason I thought it was I thought that they didn't want to touch Japan for Godzilla versus Kong because it was American made company doing it, and I, you know how very specific the Japanese are with Godzilla. You know, and, and traditional yeah, they are with Godzilla. So I thought they were using something that would be close in resemblance. And still, you know, still give that feel, you know, because you do see a but couple in of that shots. Case, why did you start with? I mean, Godzilla uses Japan. The, God, the 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 Gareth Edwards movie starts in Japan. It does start in Japan, doesn't it? Yeah, the whole thing is in Japan in the beginning. That's where the Motus are. <laughs> the so, real question is: I thought you just kind of brought it in a big circle. The real yeah. question is: Does it really matter? You just having two? No, I mean, giant hell, they could have blown up Perth, and you wouldn't yeah. have cared. Mm-hmm. So, Quikey, it's a giant place, you know, monkey man. You're fighting. I think Where they just really the- wanted a city that had a lot of lights. No. A lot, you know, a lot of LED effect. Um, 
But Kong gets way smarter in this movie, too. I mean, he's just so much smarter he's than he almost was. Almost as smart as Charles Barkley. <laughs> wow. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's not listening. <laughs> Charles Barkley. <laughs> see it on the CNN podcast says that Kong Kong, King Kong is smart as Charles Barkley. We have a lot of Warner Brothers news this week. Like the first half of the show. They're trying. Because wait, wait, we need some Star Wars then because we can't have Warner Brothers over. We're getting there. We have we do we have Star Wars on there. We can't have it take over Star Wars. But Warner Brothers, speaking of Godzilla and King Kong, the creators of Godzilla vs. Kong are going to be doing a live action Thundercats movie. Thundercats ho I wanted I wanted to have that button, I didn't have it. Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats ho. Chris, as somebody that is a huge Thundercats fan. Well, I don't need Thundercats fan. I really like the anime style show that Netflix did, or not Netflix, that, that the Cartoon Network did for six episodes and then canceled it so that we could get annoying orange on the air. You must have made a pumpkin that had a Thundercats. I did, because it's an easy symbol to make. I did one with Batman, too. I mean, look, none of them have been as good as the three-star pumpkin that Ethan made. I think it was a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. <laughs> the Sideboy uh, Steelers logo. Look. Say whatever you want about it, but when you did. think about the pumpkins, that's the first thing that pops <laughs> in your mind. That's marketing the, right there, my the friends. all the pumpkins he's made on our, on our annual pumpkin night, the only one we remember. <laughs> exactly. See? It was memorable enough to be that good. I made a Thundercats pumpkin because I need something simple that I could cut out. So that is the that's truth. That's probably the best one that I did. When too. something is so bad, mm-hmm. it becomes good. Yeah. Like you hit that point of it's just the most god-awful thing. It becomes good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Zoolander 2 wasn't quite there. No, because no. Zoolander 2 was had one funny moment, and so it made it like, oh, this no. is just bad. The other guy was like, that it's not bad like that room. it was funny. No, the other guy's is just funny. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. You have no sense I mean, of Baywatch. Baywatch is brilliant. <laughs> the movie no. is because Baywatch of how bad movie it is. is because so they, they make it... To make Zac Efron the straight man... Right. In a movie, we're like, no, you just call the cops. <laughs> Yeah. You know, the cops don't do this sort of thing. We, we're lifeguards, for God's sake. It's fantastic. But the cop keeps telling Was it Tone Loco was the cop or something? No. no. But the cop keeps telling him, this is not your job. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic because of that. It, it's when you did 21 Jump Street. Yeah. 22 Jump Street was the same thing. Oh, those were brilliant. Was like, this is just like a sequel. Like, this is the same exact <laughs> stuff that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you have to get you have to get really bad. Yes. And be really good at being really bad. In order to be so uh, to be celebrated for being really bad, right? Rivendale. <laughs> I watched Rivendale because I'm like, this is awful. Riverdale. Riverdale. What is it? Rivendale. <laughs> Rivendale too. <laughs> Lord that's, Elrond's place that's, sucks, bro. <laughs> that's the show I want. Is yeah. Rivendale? Riven, Riverdale done as Rivendale? They're just all elves just have hooking up with each other <laughs> and solving murder mysteries instead of like whatever the police are. And one that, of them wears a beanie. That but, yeah. would be so awesome. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm really. Just, I'm really surprised that, like, you know, college humor or something has not oh, done. I'm sure they have. Rivendale. I'm sure they have. I'm sure if, if if Jimmy Fallon was still doing the second late night show where he actually had stuff that was kind of interesting, because he did like a season long bit with Glee. Right. Where he was shooting a quote unquote show. He did it for Game of Thrones also. Game yeah. Of, Game of Chairs. Those were actually really good because they were long form storytelling. They were brilliant. Rashida Jones was in the Glee one because it was two one B. Yeah, because that's the studio it was in. It was twenty one B. 
And it was they were great. And then he went to do the Tonight Show, and it's just like I'm just gonna slap Chris Hemsworth <laughs> until he spits water in my face. <laughs> uh, if someone had done that, if he had done Rivendale, like we're gonna do Riverdale, but we're gonna set it in in, in Riverdale, in, in, in Riverdale, in, in Elfland, yeah, yeah. would be great. <laughs> Love that. That'd be fantastic. Anyway, Riverdale is, is awful, but it's so awful, it's good. Do you realize if somebody would actually watch or listen to this show, they would have so many good ideas and make so much money? You apparently listen to the show and you haven't made any money. Yet. <laughs> so apparently not. That one, the, the one of the what two times we recorded down in whatever Redondo Beach, whatever the hell we were. Travis and I set Fox's schedule for the next seven years <laughs> and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. the radioactive man movie. They'd still be their own. They'd still be their own. Uh, their own. <laughs> They'd company. be owning Disney now. No, no one was going to own Disney. <laughs> The point where you got $4 billion lying around to buy Marvel, and then, like, what do we got left? Oh, another $4 billion? Let's buy Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't going anywhere. So what do you think a live action, or I guess it'd be pseudo live action, because you'd have a lot of CG, Thundercats movie would look like? A lot of dudes in, in body paint. You uh, you're, that's the wrong movie. Do you remember the, uh, you remember the SNL skit? Yeah. Where he, he makes He-Man in yeah. Hey man, why does this feel good, Richie? Ooh, I like sister. Ah. The the bad part is I have a feeling it would turn out to look like cats. Like the live action cats <laughs> you, movie. You think uh Panthro's gonna show his butthole? <laughs> Probably. There's gonna be people demanding also, that cut. Yeah, why we're all releasing the Snyder cut. Where's the butthole cut? <laughs> why are we not using our powers for good? We get some long ass four hour dissertation on Ann Randism, but why don't we just, like, we need cat buttholes. Snarf would have the butthole. <laughs> Snarf. Remember Little Snarf? They had that. Or his little, his little, uh, his little lion now. Yeah. That little, that little short with Snarf. Yep. That show was amazing. <laughs> nope. We're going to cancel this and give you, here you go, annoying orange. We're going to have an orange with a mouth on it that says stuff like, I'm annoying, huh? But let's cancel Symbiotic Titan and Thundercats. Oh, God, I hate Cartoon Network. Oh, I don't know. Look. Is it something you'd waiting, be interested I've, I've been waiting for a Robotech movie for 15 years. And you're still waiting. And it's never going to happen. Nope. When I see this, I'll believe it happens. I all but guarantee this isn't coming. Well, we're getting a He-Man. Are we? Well, we, we were. We're getting a new, a new Gods movie. We ain't getting that. We thought we were getting a trench movie. We ain't getting that. We, Warner Brothers canceled two movies this week, one of which people were looking forward to. We were getting a He-Man before the pandemic because it's supposed to start shooting. Actually, it's supposed to be out March of this year. We'll get a He-Man cartoon because Kevin Smith is still doing it. That's almost finished. Get, yeah, I don't think we're going to get a movie. Dolph Lundgren is still going to do a live action He-Man. <laughs> there is supposed to be a live action, and they've already cast the He-Man character, which does nothing. It looks nothing like He-Man. He's got time. <laughs> Remember, uh, uh, what's his face? One of the six Chris's was fat when he was on uh, the not office show. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was fat in Parks and Rec. There we go. <laughs> Still has the best. The what's best in that outtake, coat, Chris? The best outtake blooper. Oh yeah, the meeting. The Kim Kardashian one. Hits him with the with the script or whatever. <laughs> It's funny because all Swanson. their reactions are yeah. so genuine. It's, and it's because like, it's, it's, it wasn't scripted at all. 
You know, in his head, he's going, oh, I can't wait for this. Yeah. I can't wait for this during <laughs> rehearsal. Yeah, like, what's his head? Kim Kardashian? Well, um, I don't think so. No, I'm pretty sure. Parks and Rec also has that brilliant uh, Patton Oswalt speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the other thing about Parks and Rec? Can't watch it. I don't find it that funny. <laughs> it's such a you, you find the other guys funny, but you don't find Parks and Rec. But there's something with Parks and Rec. Like, you didn't find Community funny. Not long enough to keep going with it. Yeah. The Office I watched off and on because I liked the characters in it. And I think that's where I was at with Parks and Rec also. But it was something for like... Mikey, I mean, Mikey had the same thing. I still remember there was a, a point... Oh my God. Don't beat on my face. I need to fix your mic. Or I could fix it. Well, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could fix Jeez. it. I noticed during when I was listening to the show, it was like you, there was a, a lot of reverb with yours. It's okay. I'm pretty sure I, I project enough people to figure it out. <laughs> um, it was like three or four seasons in, and there was an article in Entertainment Weekly, and it was like A to Z for Parks and Rec. And so everything was just like a little antidote about it. And we're reading it like, man, this is funny. All right. Went back and I'd watched parts of the first season, never held me at all parts of the second season never held me at all i tried it again and it still did i was just like nope i just for whatever reason there isn't a lot of live action comedy on tv that i watch mm-hmm. um i think the last one i watched fairly religiously was that first three seasons four seasons of big bang theory and then it flipped and i can i still i've seen i'll, I'll see them in reruns early i'll still laugh later nothing as soon, as soon as they hit the episode where they were going to just buy about, the, buy I mean, the, it's in, it was within that season. I noticed yeah. in that season that so much had changed for it, and it was like, eh. Um, Simpsons is the same thing. You yeah. get past season 12, 13 for the season for Simpsons, was they're where I stopped this. watching it from, you know, watching it religiously. I've seen episodes when they're on FX or whatever. Rarely do any of them do anything for me. It is interesting to see the graphic. Came out this week. I think it was in Four Finger Discount or something like that, which is a Simpsons page that has a graph of all the IMDb scores, mm-hmm. and they're color coded. So anything like above an eight is a green, and then five through seven is a yellow, and then anything yeah. under five is a red. That first half is all green and orange, like it's nice and high. There's nine sixes in there. Yeah. There's a couple nine twos. It's a lot of eights. You get past season fourteen, it's almost all red and yellow. It's all towards the bottom. And so the you know, the, the critic score and the metacritic score and the, the audience score and everything, you can see where that show just doesn't connect with people. And I, and I said, you know, I looked at it and I said, if you start from the beginning, you're never going to like the stuff towards the end. No. Because it's so brilliant in the beginning and it's so hard for them. I still can't understand. Mm-hmm. How do you come up with a script for that show anymore? Yeah. You're 30 seasons in. What have you not done? It starts to become like Law and Order where you're just like, well, what's happening in the news? Oh, let's incorporate that into our show. Well, but the other thing is with The Simpsons is, you know, the the whole joke of The Simpsons did it. Now The Simpsons are doing it to themselves. Yeah. You know. Uh, My my problem with The Office was I watched the the, uh, English version. Yeah, that's like a season. But it's so much. It's so much better. Yeah, and you know why he stopped it? (laughs) <laughs> because he ran out of stuff to do. He was like, no, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, was, that was part of Dave Chappelle leaving the Chappelle show. He's yep. like, this is going to get bad in a season or two. I might as well just go leave now. That's why they say I mean, there's a lot shows, of reasons. But. The show shouldn't go more than five or six seasons. It depends on the format. Something like Law and Order can go forever. Because yeah. it just, you, you can rotate characters, you can do everything. So, you know, I watched Law and Order, 
I watched through Paul Servino and Jerry Orbach as the police officers. Um, with uh, Jesse Martin was was one of the partners. I think he was a partner for both of them. And then another partner comes in. Um, oh, is it Sam Wort? No, not Sam Worthington. <laughs> Sam Watson. What's Sam, he done lately? Nothing. nothing. Uh, Avatar two, four, five, ten, and fourteen. I think he's doing a matter. They of just kept him on ice for Avatar. Huh? Yeah. No, I think there's something that said that he's kind of been blackballed. And nobody wants to work with him for whatever reason. He was the hottest thing for like a year and a half. Yeah. And he was going that awful, awful Clash of the Titans sequel. Let's put it out in 3D. This just looks like mud. I can't. I watched it on TV once. I'm like, wow, this is a lot better. Clash of the Titans. Mm. (sighs) Yeah. Neither neither of those movies were bad. Neither of those movies were good. Um, Titans was definitely the worst of the two. What was the first one? Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans was the first one. Clash. What was the second? The second one was. Yes, was it the gods? War of the Gods or something, or Clash of the Gods or Maybe, something. Yeah, something. All I remember is Rosamund Pike's in it. Yes. Like, oh hey, it's that girl. Mm. Before she, she hasn't done killed. much either. Sure. She got enough money from, you know, having, Clash of the Titans having sex with uh, Prince of Persia. With Hauser. She wasn't in Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yes, she was. Was she in Prince of Persia? She's the main girl in Prince of Persia. No, that's um. Oh God! Oh no, you're right. Yeah, that's uh, the the dark haired English woman who uh, Gemma Arden. Yeah, Gemma Arden. That's right. Never mind. What do Gemma Arden and Rosamund Pike have in common? They haven't done anything in years. No, beyond that, they both in the Bond movies. Yes, they have. Rosamund. That's the first. The first time I ever noticed Rosamund Park was in that last awful Pierce Brosnan one. And then Gemma Arden is in. I think she's in Casino Royale. Oh no, she's in the second one, uh, Quantum of Solace, for a little yeah. bit. Uh, I don't know what the hell we were talking about. We were the talking office. about um, Thundercats. <laughs> live action Thundercats. How do we get on the, the office? You, or, say, or, or because you said something about the, the Parks and Rec. Or you're like, oh, I, I didn't watch that. Or something about Chris Pratt being on Parks and Rec. Well, you know what's funny is Jim Jim Artisan. How far back do we have to Where's go? our tangent button? Right. Tangent button is we're like 16 past it. <laughs> do you know what else? Gemma and Rosemond have in part. Gemma Archer. Or Gemma, yeah. Have in, have in common? No. Gemma was in Clash of the Titans. <laughs> yes. The yeah, first movie. Yeah, she's in the first one. Yeah. Rosemond Pike's in the second, second one. Second one. Yeah, because she's, like she's like the head of some war campaign. Mm. Yes. When they're going after the first one, they go after Medusa. What the hell's in the second one? The first one, they, it follows the kind of the plot of the original movie. Yeah. Wasn't the second one have something to do with bringing like Zeus and... 80s back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he goes after the gods. And goes no, I, think, to, I don't remember. I don't either. remember, yeah. So, actually, Sam Worthington has been in movies. He has been he was in a movie called Fractured in 2019. He did Call of Duty, The Voice in, uh, in 2018. Yeah, Wait, he's got 12 upcoming projects. They're all Avatar. Avatar 2 through 5. Oh, my God. He's doing four movies at a time. I mean, there's just, yeah. Well, you got to think, that's how they shot, like, the Avengers movies. <laughs> They're just like, let's shoot everything right now. No, they shot two of them that way, not four. <laughs> and also, his principal photography is probably going to take four days. He was in Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I don't care. 
This is the longest anyone's talked about Sam Worthington in his life. <laughs> it's and funny because he was, for like that year, he was a big thing. Yeah, you had Rath and everything. You had, you had Avatar, you had Clash, and you had Transformers 4. Yeah, that, that other the one, the man, on the, the man on the Edge or something like that, where he was like some sort of police negotiator. Nobody saw that. I was supposing a big movie too, but... I mean, like, that was all within that time frame of, like, the year or two that he was, like, really big. All the films that he was in were beforehand, you're like, oh, this is going to be huge. Nobody likes Avatar anymore. Nobody cares about either of the Clash of the Titans movies. And everybody hated Salvation, Terminator Salvation. So No, Avatar is now the biggest movie in the the world. It doesn't mean it's good. No one's ever thought of that film after they left the movie theater, except to say... Yet they go back to watch it. is the stu- Nobody goes back to watch it. Who went back they to went watch it? They went back to made in another China. $7 million. Yes, in China. <laughs> because they're like, oh, the technology is fantastic. They probably wouldn't see it as much yeah, the first time. If you released that here, that still wouldn't make a dollar. Even in 3D. Remember when all movies were going to be in 3D? Disney. Guess what's not in 3D? Let's test it out. Release Nothing. it out in the theaters here. No. You can't even buy a 3D television anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's dead technology. Nobody cares about that. So, Remember when uh, Lucasfilm was going to release all six Star Wars films in 3D? They got through one, and then as soon as Disney bought them, they shut that down. They did. <laughs> they did Phantom Menace in 3D, and that was it. Mm-hmm. It was the first Star Wars movie Arabella ever saw in the theater. Well, how much of it did she see? Wasn't she playing on Game Boy most of the time? No, no, no. She sat and watched the whole thing. I remember having headphones. Not for, no, she and I went to that one by ourselves. No, I went with you. Not to. Uh, I went to with you to see Phantom Menace in 3D. Did you? Yep. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So remember talking about that the up conversion was really good. You know why, Chris? Yeah. It's because you didn't make a sideways star pumpkin <laughs> while doing it. Because that's the only way he would remember it. I'd stand there like, here's my pumpkin, bitches. <laughs> There's some stars on it. It was supposed to be a Pittsburgh Steelers flag, but eh. He didn't, you know, let's try spinning. That's really cool. Um, speaking of Star Wars. The Bad Batch trailer came out this week. The second Bad Batch trailer, really. Or the official trailer. Mm-hmm. Yes. We got we got to learn a little bit more about it. We know that Grandma Grandma Tarkin is involved. Grandma Tarkin's in it? <laughs> Grandma Tarkin is in it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you kids and your Death Stars. <laughs> okay, Princess Lay. You tell us now the location of the Rebel Base. She's all yours, honey. So, is she from Minnesota? <laughs> she's from Minnesota. That's where Grandma Turkin's from. Um, oh, yeah, you bitch, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, you get to the dust star. What the hell is that? <laughs> wow. Um, this has been terrible accidents with nervous. <laughs> uh, excuse me. I think mine has been fine. <laughs> um, it's a rebellion, don't you know? So it looks like Grandma Turkin. It almost like sounded like <laughs> Try, Grand, try pronouncing grand and then stop. Grand Moth Tarkin. There we go. <laughs> In my head, I mean grandma. Uh, is recruiting Unit 99, the Bad Batch, to go out and be their his like special off you know, special team. It looks like they're going to be a special forces team, yes. Yeah, and then And you, then they're like, no, we don't want to do this. When you see him shooting clones halfway through it. This is, to me, it feels a lot like what Imperial Commando was going to be. Oh, totally. And that it. You mean I, Republic I Command? Republic no, Command. Imperial member. Oh yeah. She released one Imperial Commando book. That is right. There are three Republic Commando books, and then there's there's uh, Order sixty six. That's right. A, a Order sixty six of 
Order 66, a Republic Commando novel, which is when Order 66 obviously happens. Yes. And then the first book for Imperial Commando. Because remember, two of them are stuck yep. in the Empire, and the ones that get out are trying to figure out how to go get them. Yep. Uh, yep. And then Dave Filoni did the third season of Clone Wars, and Karen Travis said, well, if you're just going to shit all over everything I'm done, I guess I'm not going to do it anymore. And then he kind of went back and incorporated some of it. And then he's like, well, I should probably make these guys badasses again, because, boy, they don't like them being pacifists. Yeah. <laughs> You took the baddest ass dudes in the in the all this thing that we've been thinking for years. These guys are badass. We've never seen them be badass, but they're totally badass. And we got this part where like this game has them be badass, and we have this comic where the game the comic is like they're badass, and then no, they're pacifist. What the? But the the badasses lived on the moon. The moon. <laughs> it's like Earth. All our badasses live on the moon. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Um, speaking of Will Smith, woo. A punch the hurricane. Yeah. Mm. Did you see they were going to make an I Am Legend too? <laughs> How? It's the Revenge of the Dog. It's called 2020. <laughs> How do you make a sequel to the movie? The, one that is, is something where everybody's dying. The dog comes back. Wasn't there a movie called 2021? No, there was a movie. 2012. It was 2012. That was 2012. The original Armageddon that yeah. we were supposed to have. FX remember? has been playing that like crazy for the last month. It's really? Awful. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. I forgot when Yellowstone explodes and yeah. Woody Harrelson. I'm like, you're like an Oscar caliber actor. Sure, go do Star Wars and stuff, but there don't was, do that. That was the year that they had two the, like Doomsday movies at the same time. Yes, because too. it was the Mayan calendar. Was it was we were 2012, and then what was the other one? Doomsday or something? Geoforce? Or whatever. No. There's one that Elijah Wood did. That It wasn't 2012. I, I think, think Doomsday or something. Something like that. Are you thinking of Deep Impact and Deep Impact? There Deep you Impact go. was not that. No, year. that wasn't that year. No, that was, was the same year as, as Armageddon. Uh, as Armageddon was it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Deep Impact was the one where Elijah Elijah Wood and Levi Sobieski ran up a hill to there escape yep. a meteor explosion. Yes. Yes. Well, we blew up the first one, but the second one's coming. And the was whole... it? I thought they ran up the hill to escape the uh, the tidal flood. wave. Yes. Yeah. yeah. From the meteor. Right. Well, the meteor hits the ocean, and so the like all their parents die. They're on the hill, and then nice music plays. Like we're going to start a family. Your the... mom and dad are dead. <laughs> Save the baby. Save the baby. Get up there. <laughs> it's just like you get to the end of Man of Steel, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so great how he doesn't save his pop." Like, no, that's the worst thing you could have done in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't show him your power, son. No. It could have moved faster than they would have seen. Exactly. Hey, Pops, how'd your dad get here? Shh. Shh. And if everyone's like, oh, they wouldn't have kept the secret if you just asked them to. Okay. Hey, do you see what I did right there? I'll kill you if you tell anybody. Just see, that's the end. <laughs> throw your dad in the field. He and... just turns into Homelander from that. Yeah. No, <laughs> just, not super just throw your dad in the field and then run back. And, you know, he got out from underneath the car. No. Anyway, Snyder it's, cut. It's Snyder uh, logic. Um. So yeah, should we actually come? We actually talk about a Thundercats movie. There wasn't really one. I, I, I started to. <laughs> we announced it, but talked about it every single thing. Well, no, I asked you what you thought would have thought of a Thundercats movie, and then you start talking about about no, Chris you said, Pratt. And, I said I wasn't the biggest Thundercats fan, and then I don't remember why we started. I said, what would you think of a pseudo uh, CG CG? No, you were talking about He Man because that's how we got on Chris Pratt. Was you said the guy from He Man? No, you said, uh, "Well, when this movie happens, yes. when it comes out, I will." Uh, I'll, I'll believe be it a, when I see yes. it on the screen. And I said, well, "We're getting a He Man movie," and I said, "No, we're going to get a He Man cartoon." Now we're just recapping our own recap. <laughs> Previously <laughs> on Nerd Boss, that was a great show, guys. Great show. <laughs> it's not done yet. Um, should be. Let's talk about toys. 
It's our best episodes. Wait, don't be fooled. She's just a regular Malibu Stacy with a stupid cheap hat. My mom is taking me to Toys R Us. <laughs> uh, I was kidding. We're not really going to talk about no, We're not going to talk about toys. But, you know, the Bad Batch is coming March, or May, March, May 4th. Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, the trailer, I mean, yeah, if, if <laughs> look, if you like Clone Wars, you're going to like this. Yeah. If you if you spent the last ten years going, boy, I really don't like that Clone Wars cartoon. You're not going to watch it. <laughs> you're not going to watch it. You're not going to like it. Uh, if you're like, boy, the, the Clone Wars cartoon is the best Star Wars I've ever seen. You're probably that's why I never I didn't understand when people were like upset when they announced it. Yeah. Okay. What were they just doing? Bad Batch. We? Did you really think at the time when you saw the Clone Wars movie with like a brand new character that you immediately hated because I don't want new characters, and she was kind of annoying. <laughs> Sky guy, no, please no, just go away. Are and then doing. it became your like your favorite thing that ever happened with Star Wars because it just there's more characterization in it. It's 96 million hours long. Well, remember Travis walked out of the. Well, uh, he hated that first. He one. hated that movie. He hated mm-hmm. it. I watched it because I was like, yeah, I don't, it's Star Wars, man. Stuff stuff's getting shot. It's still Star Wars. Yeah, like the cartoon for the holiday special, which is so not Star Wars, <laughs> but it's still Star Wars. <laughs> That's oh. the dark Going stuff invisible. It. I'm like, I I don't. The talisman, they got away from that really quick. So much mysticism in this. Like, it's just, wow. Not, not in the first. I forgot that they actually named Boba Fett in it. Mm-hmm. That's when you first find his name. Yeah. Because um, they don't name him in Empire Strikes Back. I do like that it's like featuring the voices of the original cast who did not want to do this. <laughs> well, you can tell that Harrison Ford <laughs> as soon as, really... you, as soon as you saw Harrison Ford upside down, unconscious in the back, you're like, yeah, there's a reason for this. <laughs> Why'd we put him in Carbonite? Because we didn't think Harrison Ford was going to come back. I just, I love the look of each of those characters because Harrison Ford has this elongated really nose yeah, and he's got chin. Long face for it. And then Princess Leia has these like huge doe eyes. Yeah, I always liked the, the, like, sort of the exaggeration for it. I was like, I don't need him to look exactly. That's why Genny Tartakovsky's Clone Wars, also available on Disney Plus this week. Um, Which I didn't know. I forgot that it, it 90% percent of that does. It's just lasers. And it doesn't, but doesn't have dialogue either. No, because it's just lasers. Yeah. Did you watch the honest trailer for it? No. I'll have to show it when we're done. It's hilarious. Um, but the, the exaggerated looks of those characters, I'm so mad I didn't buy all those figures. Yeah. I kept no, turning on like, who's not going to fit inside of my. I think I bought Count Dooku because I thought he was interesting. Mm. I think I bought a clone trooper. I was so mad. And now when I look back, and those things are not cheap. No. <laughs> really expensive. My God mom is taking me to Toys R Us. That's Toys R Us. It's borders too. Um, um, yeah. So Bad Batch, you know, looks like it's going to be fun. It should be because if it isn't, we're going to be. I'm, I'm glad. I know you asked something because you were just like, "What are all the droids and everything?" And I said, "I thought we had already discussed this. It takes place during Order sixty six, so we'll probably some get, of it's during, some of it's after, some of it's before it too. Well, it's, first episode or two is probably going to be where they leave the Clone Wars season seven. Yeah. Because they disappear after four episodes, so we can get into the Ahsoka arc, and then of course get into the second Ahsoka arc. <laughs> I know. So I'm sure we'll get. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> I'm sure we'll. And, and then again, as I've always said, if that would have come out as season seven when it did, no one would have a problem with it, right? Because it was teased as, "Look, we got twelve episodes to go, and Ahsoka, 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 Ahsoka." And you're watching the first one, you're like, "Who are these guys in gray?" Yeah, I don't like any of these guys. This is, why am I watching Anakin? I don't care about Anakin. Um, to get. The, the rest of their story uh-huh. through this and see where they go. It'll be fascinating to see their... Well, people also didn't like Ahsoka hanging out with those two girls. They just wanted to get straight to Ahsoka and Maul. Yeah. I think eight episodes of that would have been way too much. 
Oh, totally. Um, it's almost like they know what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> in terms of this, it'll be interesting to get kind of. It feels like it'll get that story that we didn't get in Imperial Commando. Well, you got to think of what this group that has an ind- you know an independent mind think is watching what happens. Whether they it'd be interesting to see if they put together the chip, if they put together that you know the emperor is 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 a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, the clones call him Darth Sidious, so I guess they do know. It just bugs me. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Tell me what's going on here. That, I, I said weird. If we, I said if we ever got a chance to interview him. It was the first question. That would be the first mind. question. It would be my first question. I'm like, why do they call him Darth Sidious in episode seven? Episode, season seven of Clone Wars. And he'll take off his mic and be like, oh, we're not talking about this guy. <laughs> Walk straight out. I don't think. But see, did we double, one, did we double, did, we double checked, and Cody doesn't say that in the movie, right? Cody says, Lord. He says, yes, my lord. That's right. That's what we were talking about, because he wouldn't have called him my lord if he was a chancellor. Correct. Yeah. It's very weird to me. I've always taken it as it's been programmed in their chip for them to uh, but to the know as soon as they do the chip. Problem. Well, no. Once he, he activates, quote, unquote, activates Order 66, it switches in their head. That You have a major problem with that. The commanders would have known that uh, there was a Sith Lord... That was above Dooku because of the, because they were dealing with we the also, Jedi. Didn't we figure out he calls him Sidious? Before? Well, no, because Rex calls him Sidious after he has the chip overdone or whatever. When Ahsoka saves him, I yeah, but he he, that, his chip's already been activated at that point. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I've always just taken it as that. But still, they if they would have known if at that point that he's Darth Sidious, the Darth part of that would have given away that he's a Sith Lord. He doesn't call him Dar- Does he call him Darth Sidious? He just Sidious? calls him Lord. No, I think... So he doesn't... No, no. Doesn't I think him. Jesse calls him Darth Sidious. So one of them calls him... When they're on the hangar deck, I think he says... Darth Sidious mm-hmm. says she has to die or something like that. You know Darth Sidious' order, she has to die. And Rex, then they start shooting each other. And then the ship falls apart. Again, that's after they get activated, though. Right. But it's still... Unless... Whether he's... he's... The point is... (laughs) We don't know if the clones know what's going on. Because what we've always been told is that no one in the Empire knows. The general population of the Empire has no idea that the Emperor is a Dark Jedi. Sith Lord. There's a dark Jedi. Yeah. Just the fact that he has the power of the force and everything. He, he he's, not, he's not walking down the street <laughs> with dudes. <laughs> you know, um, especially early because Unlimited power. With, the, with the Jedi vilified as traitors, yep. either the public would be resistant to that and, or they would even still if they see accepted him as it, they'd Jedi. be like, wait a minute, you're, you're a Jedi. Yeah. You have force powers. You can't be Chancellor. And he wouldn't have been able to survive an entire galaxy rising up at the same time, which is why he put clone troopers slash stormtroopers on every planet that he could. So as soon as he says, Order 66, everyone pays new taxes. I don't like, where did all these stormtroopers come from? Good Lord. Okay, I guess I'll now, pay the tax. We got that, though. You remember our last president? Here's the one thing. Because he does say, you know, we will form the first galactic empire. Well, maybe now, you know, with him being the emperor... Because uh, you know, if you're the empire, if you have an empire, then you have to have an emperor. They go hand in hand. That would be why Cody calls him Lord, because you know, 
This is a long time for something that doesn't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, uh, so Winter Soldier, episode three. He's not a lord. No, he's a badass. <laughs> um, we're going to just hit the button. Although we should have hit that for Kong versus... <laughs> yeah, that's why I tried to put it in there. and you know. um, Monkeys. So we got episode three of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're halfway three. through. Revenge of the Winter Soldier. That's true. We're halfway through. Boy, yeah. it doesn't feel like we should be halfway. No. There's a lot to do mm-hmm. in 120 minutes or so. About that. 135. Only no. about 45 minutes. We got our very first look ever... Of a X Men property, Mad- Madripoor. Mm-hmm. That's not yeah. necessarily Madripoor yes. was mainly featured in the X Men. Madripoor is in Wolverine. Yes, but he, a lot of the X Men because didn't uh, Magneto moved? He stayed in Madripoor for quite a while, so he wouldn't. Um, no, he had his own asteroid. Well, yes, at one point he had his own asteroid. He had his own island. He's yeah, he takes over. That's Genosha. Yes, but he also, I thought he was on Madripoor for a while. No, Madripoor isn't an island, it's a port city. I know, I know Madripoor played a lot in Wolverine because Dakin was there for quite a while. Wolverine, Madripoor starts where Wolverine is there as Patch. Yes. Because nobody knows who the X-Men are, supposedly, because they had technology that made everyone forget them because they're like, yeah, we don't want to make them into a public team. Mm-hmm. And so he would go there and he would don a Patch and then he would kill a whole bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd come back to the X-Men and Sykes like, hey, did you kill anybody? Nope, still clean. And then there'd be a bunch of dudes back in Madripoor with, you know, six holes in them. Um, so we get a look at a city, town, whatever you want to call it. Thieves Haven. They've used it, you know, that became... Um, Cyberpunk? What's the name of the... It's like Bagelia or something like that, which is their new, like, Middle Eastern Thieves Haven country oh, yeah. in the comics now. Yeah. Until the Punisher gets the War Machine armor and, like, blows up, just kills a whole bunch of people. Um so we got that. We got a quick shot of the princess bar. And then Omega Red shows up. <laughs> no, but we are getting a new villain that's been in the Marvel Universe for a while with the uh, with with the uh, palm broker. Or not the palm broker, but the... Uh... No, that's actually in DC. <laughs> yeah, I know. The but power broker, the power, which is a yes. character that I didn't even recognize. Mm. Well, he's had a lot of different looks to him. Well, no, I just mean this, this, uh, the name doesn't mean anything to me. And we oh, haven't really? seen him yet. So No, we haven't seen him. But the Power Broker um, was uh, he, he associated, you know, he, he was with the Red Skull for quite a while. So <laughs> there's a theory now. The Red Skull's coming back. We've seen him in the X, or we've seen him in. He already came back. Yeah, but we, but he's actually he's going to, he's going to actually, actually come back because the Power Broker is, is an associate of his. No, he's no. the keeper of the soul stuff. Leave the alone. <laughs> That's it. He's the gatekeeper. That's he's it. Looking, he's looking for the key master. Leave it alone. <laughs> to bring on Gozer the Gozerian. Um, it will be interesting <laughs> to see. It will be interesting to see what look they give the power broker. Or if we see him at all. Or if we see mm-hmm. him at all. Or if anything happens outside of it because we, you know. No, obviously, as, power as broker is Mephisto. No, at the 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 dude that's hanging out with uh, Emphis Nest is Mephisto, the Asian. Yeah, Asian Mephisto. What, what was it? What was it? The, the other day, Marvel posted something about Ghost Rider number one and how Mephisto is in it. <laughs> I was like, they, did they wait to release this just because Mephisto is so big now? 
If he's just hot. You just got to think that the, the writers of WandaVision just sitting around watching this stuff pop up on the internet. That's what the, that's what the director said, or the showrunner or whatever, when he said, I never even heard of this name before <laughs> you guys started making well, all also, these theories. The showrunner said they changed the finale because they thought fans had caught on too easy. Yeah. No. And so... That's of course that led everybody like Mephisto was supposed to be in it. Yeah, but they're like, nee. it's fun to have everybody keep talking about red herrings because they're like, who's the real red herring? And I always say communism, <laughs> and nobody gets it. <laughs> it's from Clue. Yeah, well, uh, Miss Scarlet says it. They all say it. Well, yeah, because they take the different yeah. turns. Yeah. I think communism. That was just a red herring. That's the best one is when is when. Um, uh, 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 oh my God, Jesus Christ on a stick, Colonel Mustard. Mr. Green. No. Professor Plum. <sighs> Tim Curry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Tim Daly. Tim Di- no, he's on wings. Yes. <laughs> the way Tim Curry says it, no one's like, communism? Oh, it's just the red herring. This is fantastic. Um, They're supposed to remake that movie. You can't. I know. You're never. You're ne- <laughs> that was Fl- just so. Fl- flames <laughs> on the side of my face. <laughs> You're never going to get Madeline Kahn again. No, and that—that that, I mean, that right there—that is one of the most famous. You hear people say that. It's the best. Nobody knows where it's from. It's the best. Uh, so like Winter Soldier. Win, 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 Winter Soldier on the side of my. Uh, we finally. Well, first off, I started a petition for Disney to change the name of that show to Sam and the Winter Soldier because there ain't no Falcon <laughs> in it. I mean, I, there's I barely knew, a Winter Soldier I in it. Knew, it should be Sam and at Bucky. Least he still has the arm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it should be Sam and Bucky. It, no, it should be Sam and Winter Soldier because he's got the arm. He's still, but he's no longer him. the Winter Soldier. He so sort of is, as, as Zemo says, and he rolls James him back Buchanan in. Barnes. So let's let's talk about let's talk about Zemo. Okay, because I'm watching the show early Friday. We finally morning. got the Zemo we were supposed to get. No, we got a Zemo who I've never seen before, mm. but more importantly, seems to forget. All of Civil War. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't make any. I said this is the guy that's that's a sad sack listening to his kids die in Sokovia. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. I said I, I said the same thing because because when he gets when he is, walks out and he's like, "I was a prince of my country. I have some means." Okay, didn't you not have the means to get your family out? Where have you? He's already a villain. He knows all these other villains yes. that are there. He's got a mask. He's got access to, like, weapons and stuff. He's got this great car collection, every single one of which is filled with illegal material. He's the guy that has to come up with this grand plan that involves a ton of minute uh, 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 coincidences in order to mm-hmm. tear the, X- the X-Men, the Avengers apart, piece by piece from within, rather than, I don't know, hiring people to kill them? Like what? Well, this that was the whole point. Sense. Yes, he didn't want to have the, he didn't want to have them. He wanted to break them down psychologically. Yes, but, I understand but that. The point, but of, the, the point of him the being point this, ri- this being this rich villainous aristocrat to the guy that his family you know that he's listening to the last very phone call of his wife on his phone. They don't mix and match. He is. Uh, this is more the Baron Zemo from the comics. He's book. fun. He's witty. He's sardonic. He's. Kind of a you know just a total a hole. Who is this? Like <laughs> this is the and Zemo. I was like, oh my god! It's very much like the Zemo you got. Speaking of that Punisher run, 
the end of that Punisher run was him going after like all of these bad guys. Right. And it's Baron Zemo's group. And eventually at the end, he just like surrenders. Yeah. Just, like runs away. And it is like, everyone's like, aren't you going to fight him? Like, no. What am I stupid? Look at what he's doing. He's killed mm-hmm. every single person. He's got a, like a mini gun with that's shooting rockets or whatever. He's like, uh-huh. I'm out. I'm done. Let's get out of here. I surrender. Mm-hmm. I'm, like he's three. He surrenders to shield or something. So it is, it is a little more like it. Um, but this is, this is like the, the Zemo. Maybe it was a Brubecker run that had him in it for a little bit. That was, you know, he was this, you know, I mean, this is an aristocrat that, you know, had this. Yes, the, the Zemo name has existed for centuries. And they're, they're aristocratic, and he, uh, his father is a part of Hydra in World War II. Because mm-hmm. he's actually the he's actually It's the Heinrich, second. and then... Hel- no, he's like the fifth. Oh, yes, yes. There's a bunch of them. And Helmet, which is the one that becomes Captain America's enemy in modern times. Right. Because Heinrich... It, it's Cap, Cap... It's Heinrich Zemo that has the castle that the rocket goes that Bucky dies on. Yes. Cap fights him at some point, and then the rocket goes off a rye or something and it buries him in an avalanche and kills him and cap feels like okay i got my revenge for bucky right and then when marvel comics really started get into this this the, the swing of things in the 70s or whatever it's helmet zemo which is his son that or, that takes over he's been involved in multiple or organizations it's not like red skull that's just like i hydra and hydra and zemo did zemo the reason the first time i ever saw zemo was thunderbolts when he's citizen v really I, yeah that's the first time i ever read anything about zemo because i wasn't reading reading cap before that Oh, um, so that's the first thing that I was like, oh, so this is Baron Zemo. Cool. And he runs this group of villains turn heroes or pretending to be heroes. And then some of them turn into heroes and some of them don't. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it was, I'm watching it going. This makes no sense with this makes that doesn't align with it at all. <laughs> and I feel like this is the start of like, yeah, we're going to throw some of this stuff away. Like it's just and the hard thing is, is you watch it and you're also like, oh, I wish you hadn't killed so many people. Mm-hmm. So many villains that you killed. And so people are like, well, "Why does he? Why did? Why do we? Why is he so much interesting?" And everything? Like, because he gets more screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the difference. You know, why do we love Loki? Loki's in nine films or something like that. Like the one that I think gets in one film that we look at and go, "Okay, that totally fits." Is the Vulture? Is Keaton's Vulture? Thanos has two films to kind of try and figure out what he's doing and all that. And he's got some charisma and he's got some reasoning, but so many of the Ronan has one and a half. Ronan's terrible. Um, he didn't get any better from captain Marvel. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Ronan's terrible. A lot of them are terrible, but you got guys that are like, you've used claw in two films. Don't shoot him. Right. Like, why did you do that? Killmonger. I sort of get because that last line is great. Yeah. Um, I think if they were, <laughs> if they had a crystal ball and like, Oh, Chadwick Boseman's going to pass away. Uh, maybe we should leave this character alive. Yeah. Have him save him anyway, <laughs> which I would not be surprised. I, so I took his like body and threw him in the same thing that we had the Winter Soldier in, and now he's alive again. But even the way he dies, you know, it, it, he dies more in a long shot than Yeah, he close. dies in his hands. It's, yeah. There's nothing to say that T'Challa doesn't run back into the mountain right. and throws him in Shiri's lab. Yeah. Like, here, put him on ice. We'll figure out how to fix him while we're fixing this other dude with no arm. Yeah, there's 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 absolutely nothing that says that he absolutely died. Yeah, it's not like he's cut in half. Well, even then. <laughs> Darth Maul. Legs. <laughs> Eight legs. Why do you have spider legs? I saw the show. It was really cool. <laughs> um, well, no, it's going to be like Deadpool, and the baby legs are just going to yeah. start growing out again. Yeah. Um, it's just the banter is good in this one. We finally get them like back to shooting people, but it, it's not as much. We get Sharon in. Carter, but everybody remember we get a very different Sharon Carter than I yes. thought we were going to see. But it was very interesting. Before we go into Sharon Carter, real quick with the Zemo, remember at the end of Civil War. 
Marvel fans that knew who Baron Zemo were, was complained about the Zer- the Baron Zemo or the Zemo we got. Mm-hmm. They didn't like him because he was not like anything like from the comics, anything like this. They should have never made him Baron Zemo. That's no, the thing. They shouldn't have. And that's the problem. When they attach these names, say, give me something different. Well, he could have he could have been, you know, Count Sokovia. I don't care. Yeah, but as soon as they well, you also saw it's the like map, a, when it's they, like an origin for him though. That's the thing, is you know, maybe he, up to this point he wasn't really doing anything big. Yeah, but he already but has he the map. this was the, the threshold that kind of tipped him over. He goes from Civil War, right? So we get from Civil War to now. He's been in prison the whole time. Yeah. He, um, all the stuff that he's getting is all from his time before he goes to kill the Avengers. See, it would have been better if they Basically, said this Age is of, his dad's stuff. Age of Ultron, yes. Age of Ultron would be the difference. Wherever he is during Age of Ultron, his family dies in Sokovia because of because of Tony Stark's robot. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultron. He left. He, so he could he, have left his dad, and yeah. you could have had it where his dad was Baron Zemo, but the villainous. The big thing know. isn't isn't even the stuff; it's the connections he has. Mm. He knows all these people. Yes, and he didn't meet him in prison. So, but that's me, what I'm saying is if you if you would have no no he has to, everything that's in this episode is his connection. Oh no, I understand it. I understand it. It can't be like oh remember me? Yeah, I'm 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 Heinrich's son, and it it's got to be him. One way or the other, it doesn't really fit. I don't think anybody gives a shit. That's I don't think so either. So you're just going to go forward and be like, okay, there was someone who said, like, it definitely is something as if, and the way he kind of put it was, maybe the events of Age of Ultron slash Civil War make him forget all the stuff that's already there. Like, Civil War buried his origin. Yeah, We didn't really get the origin of him in Civil War. Because we just his family got, died. Yeah, it changed from it. Um, I can I can live with I'm, that. Maybe we'll see something where he was going straight, and then his family died, and that turned him. Was like, as soon mm-hmm. as I destroy the Avengers, the next thing after I destroy the Avengers is I'm taking over like Europe, yeah, you know, or whatever. So there's, a, yeah, lot of, there's a lot of humor in it. We there's got a, a different Sharon it. Carter. We finally we get to see a kick-assing Sharon Carter. She didn't get to do much in in uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. She does a little bit, a little bit, but that's the only time because in Civil War she does nothing. Well, she saves them all. She gets them. She gives she them the all shield. Their equipment and, yeah. and and again, it goes back to this ramifications of people outside the Avengers is that she's still on the run, right? Like the Winter Soldier's been pardoned, but her who all she did was steal the suit and the shield and give it back to them. Yes, she is still a wanted a wanted woman in the United States. Well, because she didn't help with the Battle of uh, Avengers. Compound. She can't. Right. She couldn't go back. Yeah. So we're we're also assuming she's not blipped, um, that she's on the run the entire time. Yep. And as she says, she says to Sam, "You got blipped, and when you came back, you got pardoned, and now you've been able to live your life." Mm-hmm. And again, this is a month after everybody comes back, ish. Correct. And we mm-hmm. figure this is probably concurrent with Wandavision. Yeah. Or close to it. So she's been on the run for. That's six a little bit years. after. It's a little bit because uh, Wandavision is directly after. Because remember, I think this is like six months after. Yeah, because Sam had been doing a couple missions with the government first. Whatever it is, it's relatively soon after. Yeah. Sure, it's within a year. She's she's been on the run for the five years plus so, probably whatever two. civil war probably so about get, seven years. You got about seven years of her not being, and she's established this new life that's here um, as, a, as an art dealer, a stolen art dealer, mm-hmm. and then like stuff. People start getting shot. They're like, all right, cool. Got some got some action going on here. Bang, bang, pew, pew. Everybody wanted your your whole theory. Uh, as soon as uh, Bucky had the gun, I was like, well, there goes Chris's theory. He no more gun for Bucky. I just don't know why he doesn't carry it. Like, carry some weapons, bro. Yeah. Um. The 
the interesting part to me as they as they're moving through I guess no, we'll get to that one later. Um what were we gonna talk about when we were talking about Winter Soldier? We started something on another thread. <laughs> we were talking about something before, we're like, oh we'll get to that. We were talking about something in uh, we were talking about Madripoor. Were we talk- okay, so yeah, we were talking about Madripoor. Yeah. Um the Because the long shot of Madripoor when they're yeah. coming to the bridge is almost the same shot so as we, we we finally Kong. get yeah, we finally get the bad girl being bad. Yeah. Like really spelling it out that she's not a good person when she just blows up a building full of people. Yes. That are tied up. After she has this little conversation, you know, a, yeah. a very a fairly heartwarming conversation with yes. somebody. They humanize her and then she kills a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And I was trying to, all week I've been telling me, like, you realize they want to kill everyone that came back. No, no, that's not like, oh, you're not paying attention. Right. Because the people that came back displaced people who were already there. These mm-hmm. refugee camps were people that would have either moved, had children during the mm-hmm. blip. So you have a family in a house for someone who blipped. It's not your fault they came back. Right. But they go to the, the repa- repatriation, repa- repa- yeah, repatriation, whatever, alliance, global, repa- like yeah, GPA. The global, coalition. yeah, the global, GRA, 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 I think it's GRA. GRC. GRC. Coalition, yeah. They go to the house and like, look, you don't own this house. Right. You know, they got Sorry, blipped, you so have you, to move. The person and you don't have any, the house that you had, you sold to somebody who didn't get blipped. And so all that's legal, but your 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 acquisition of this house is illegal because yeah. they never had the chance to sell it. I'm so glad that they're diving into all this with these shows. Yes. Because it, as a person that, you know, reads comic books and, you know, likes the expanded worlds mm-hmm. of these universes, it's nice to not just go to the next movie, which I'm glad, you know, which we may have not well, remember, gotten to have. Remember, with the, yeah, remember we talked about it. When we, we had our own about, blip. Well, well the, 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 the thing we were talking about when we were talking about the possibilities of Black Panther 2 before yeah. Bozeman passed away, and I said, I hope they address the idea that Wakanda has no king for five years. Right. So is it is it, it and we thought, well, if Shuri got blipped, which she did because we watched her come back in, so uh-huh. we're assuming she got blipped. Although I'm sure, there were I think also her picture was on, on. Yeah, it was the on the screen. poster. Yeah, they they gave you that. So you, blip you figure the mom's there. We we see we, no. We even see Mbaku blip, don't we? And yes. This is a shot of the field. We see him I think disappear. So, yeah. so who's the king? And we sort of thought like that could be one of the. It could be so. That's the new character is going to be someone. Would well, that be interesting king. to do Black Panther two during the blip? Or that, or something. But I remember when we were talking about it, of like there are repercussions of the idea that these people aren't here for five years. We see very little of it. We see the part of it in Endgame as much as we see just like, oh, this is the way Earth is different when mm-hmm. people come back. And so far, the two projects that were, well, actually, the three projects we have after the blip address the blip. Spider-Man, WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Um, all have to address the blip. And you knew they'd have to address it, but the major plot of those stories or at least their characters. Monica's character is very, very affected by the fact that she disappeared. Correct. And her mother dies while she's not there. The, this entire villain group, the hand, the what the hell are they called? Flag again? smashers. Flag smashers. I hate this stupid name. Um, <laughs> well, the flag smashers, their entire existence is Sam based makes off a of comment about that in the very beginning. Yeah, so that, like it's a stupid name or something. Yeah. Like that. That's a great name or whatever it was. Um, we get very little of Evil Cap. Boy, people hate him. People hate him so much, and You're he really, uh, but he, he really hasn't done anything yet no. to cause them to hate he, him. It's like other than it, B Cap. That's the thing. Is that I, mean, I said it when the first episode aired, and he shows up at the end. I said he's going to be the most villainized character 
in the MCU without saying a single line, and it's all because he's taking over Chris's, uh, Chris Evans as Captain America. But here's the funny thing. Kyle Russell, the actor who plays him, I did... Wyatt? Wyatt Russell. Sorry, Wyatt Russell. The you know, auditioned for Captain, Captain America, America yeah. before Chris Evans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 tone of whatever what the general public has taken on with him is the feeling that Bucky has with. It, it, they feel like MCU is trying to replace Chris Evans, and they're taking it personally. That's the problem. They're going to be so pissed when he shows up in the last. But episode. here, yeah, here, but here's the thing. This is why you have to do Falcon Winter Soldier before you give one of them the mantle. Because if you would have immediately given them the mantle, no one would have really accepted it. You if have it was to put Sam, I, I if think it was if, Sam, they would have accepted yeah, it. Yeah, I think if it was Sam in a movie, like if they did Avengers 5, 6, whatever the hell the next one's going to be, and Sam has the shield, because of the Cap transition scene and Bucky's kind of like, mm, his little head yeah. nod of like, Cap yeah, passes the torch to be fine. Him, so there is a story that's there. My question is my firm belief, especially after this episode, oh, yeah. is Bucky ends up with a shield. Bucky ends up with and a shield, feels and Sharon like ends up being this, his love interest. Now this, this, if the idea was we know we're going to give Bucky the shield in a movie later, now we have to make this show in order to figure out how he gets the shield. Correct. My question is, did the Russo brothers talk to whoever's doing Falcon and Winter Soldier? Because think, the Russo brothers obviously intended for Sam to take the shield. It's in their film. That I think they, they wrote. I think they had produced. to because you know they have a Bible. They they have. There's a meeting room. For yes, Marvel. but their Bible ends there. Remember, they're not employed by Marvel anymore. No, no, no. But the, the worst part still, is because I saw a spoiler that I wasn't really wanting to see, so I already know. But no, don't tell me. I'm not. Yeah, say don't it. say words. I'm not going to say it. But um, I think the way. And I could see it as the other way around is whoever's doing Falcon and Winter Soldier may have consulted the Russo brothers on the direction to go. That's my question is like, do they know where they're going? I think so. Yeah. I and think I, so. And have they approved it in a way? Because to me, their intention was to have Sam take the shield and mm-hmm. be Captain America, which he was in the comics for a short time. And so was Bucky for yeah. a long time for different reasons. Yep. Um, both of them being that, that Sam, Sam, that Cap. Steve was out of commission. He was dead in one, and they became an old man in the other. Mm-hmm. Um, Which so the it's, old it's man watching, would lead watching on it to. going like, where are we where are we going with this? The behind the scenes person of me, the the how do you make these types of entertainment person of me is like, I wonder if they call the Russo brothers. I wonder if this was the Russo brothers' idea all along. Like, look, we want to give it to Bucky, but if we give it to Steve first, or give it to Steve, give it to Sam first. I keep switching the names. They're just such white names, you know. <laughs> But if you um, give it to Bucky straight out of this, you have somebody that's been a villain or in the eyes of the public. The idea... No, no, hold on, let me finish. Because it's the Russo brothers, if they said, like, look, we think Bucky would take it and should take it and be like this kind of rogue cap, but we're going to give it to Sam because there's a story there and you guys get to tell it. Yeah. So we're going to give it to Sam knowing we don't. We never intended him for it to get it. And then sometimes it's what I've said a lot of times that, that fans don't don't realize... You don't plan episode seven, eight, and nine all at one time. Lucas didn't do four, five, and six all at one time. Is you do it, and then in the ensuing time after, you go. You know what would be more interesting? What if we did a show with the two of them, and Bucky actually has the shield? See, yeah, 
I, I I don't know what your spoiler is. I don't want to know. That's, I'm not going to say anything My until we move feeling on. He still is, ends up with the shield. Yes. My feeling is that knowing the comic book lineage of Captain America mm. with each of these characters and where they, they where they sit, you know, in order, my feeling is that it gets down towards the end and Sam says, I'm not ready to be Captain America. He's already said it. Again, to, but to Bucky. You need to. This is. He's something. already said it to Bucky. That's what I watched this episode and went. If he doesn't end up with the shield, I'm going to be surprised. No, but what I mean is, he said, but basically comes out and says, "I can't be it. I need you need to be Captain America." And then Cap comes in at the end to say to give Bucky permission to be Captain America, which is also. But Cap is dead. No, Cap's not dead. No, Cap's not dead. Last time we see Cap, he's the old man. He's an old man. You get they old. talk about him. No, passing. no, they don't. don't they? They've never mentioned him passing. They just haven't. They haven't mentioned where his whereabouts are. They would have shown you if 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 mm. their intention was to kill Steve Rogers. They would have shown you the funeral okay. in the first episode. Correct. Steve Rogers is still alive. Now, okay. does the entire world know Steve Rogers is still alive? That's what we don't know. No, what we don't know is if is if the Avengers team after the Battle of New Jersey or whatever, Avengers Compound. Mm. I think they said it's in New Jersey. I think it's called the Battle of New I thought New it was Jersey. upstate New York. I thought it was upstate New York. Maybe it's the Battle yeah. of Upstate New York. Whatever. If he comes in, here's the shield, turns to turns to Bruce, whatever, and says, look, don't tell anybody I'm alive. I've had my name changed. I've lived out this whole life. While there's been a Steve Rogers, I've been, you know, Bob Steele. <laughs> married, to, married to this Bob hot, Steele. you know, <laughs> Victoria's Secret model before they even existed. Um... The world may think that the Avengers have said, we sent Steve back in time to fix everything. Or hell, do they even know the general? Like, do you go to the entire world and go, hey, by the way, so this is what happened. This dude here, who's dead, Tony Stark, he went back in time with a bunch of other Avengers and stole these stones. You're not going to understand any of this. And they're going to pull all of them out. And then Steve went back and put them all. Or do they just lie to everybody and say Steve died in the Battle of Upstate New York? But here's the thing. Along with Tony. But you think if that happens, you would have seen the same thing like we've seen with Tony. And that's why I don't think anybody knows he's dead. Remember also, when Bucky became Cap. Well, he's he, been dead forever. No, he wasn't dead. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying that Far Steve. from Home makes no sense if they tell the world that Steve died in the Battle of Upstate New York Correct. as well. Correct. If, when he comes back, he's like, look. I died before. Yeah. You know, I've been dead for a long time or whatever. But even then, I mean, he's done. Would, I mean, yeah. you could probably get it after Civil War when he's on the run. Because you can... He you would, can as, as many people know about what happened at the Battle of New, uh, New Jersey slash... <laughs> Upstate uh, New York. Avengers Compound. Yes. As many people know what or happened. Wakanda there. or whatever. Battle of New York 2. Yeah. But, but as, many people, as many people seem to know about this, you know, because we know Jimmy Woo knows a lot about it. Darcy knew a lot about it. Could you imagine if we put the same brain power towards actually fixing real problems? I know. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but we don't need millionaires. <laughs> if, if they all knew about it, then they know Cap was involved in it. He they know he was there. I feel like with Cap being such a big presence within that battle, there's no way that people are not going to know that Cap had a part right. in saving the world. It's not like the just world. don't know it's where... Like there's a lot of cameras there. 
they could, think, but I don't everybody think action news is like, yeah, send the Bell One next to the spaceship that just got exploded. Yeah, but everybody by a seems beam. to know about it. Remember, Jimmy yeah, Liu knew know everything about it. About but, it. Yeah, but we also told everybody about World War II. We yeah. didn't have a chopper sitting at over the, going, at okay, the end here's they D-Day. Say what, what you were saying, like, Cap went back in time to put these stones they back. They can tell you. But he never came back, that's so we don't saying. know what that's happened part to of it. Which, in, when Bucky becomes Cap, Steve, they think Steve Rogers is dead, yeah. but he's actually trapped in time. Yeah. So that's can, when he comes that's back. That's what people can believe now. Well, or that's like what the Avengers have told. If Bucky takes over the sh- the shield and takes over the Cap persona, people are going to believe, weirdly so, that Luke Skywalker is Captain America. <laughs> so they're going to be really <laughs> weirded out. Only if Mark Hamill actually calls him. So he's going to have the arm, the shield, and a lightsaber. <laughs> Dude, that's Damn. so coming. That is my that Aven- is Avengers <laughs> Avengers six Luke America. That's my that's my greatest fantasy. <laughs> that's Captain. Sk- that's your Captain have, America. No, that, that's me. That's my Captain Skywalker. That's my D and D character. All right, me with the metal I mean, arm with the Captain America shield and a lightsaber. Man, I'm kicking you off the planet immediately. <laughs> that is that's my character. If I could design I'm a character, I'm surprised no one's. I'm, I'm sure there's fan art out there with that. Oh, I'm sure. if, if I could be, if I could be a character, you know, a character in one of these things, a superhero character, that would be my character. No. I would have the lightsaber, the Luke Skywalker lightsaber, the the metal Bucky arm, and Cap shield. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be what I would have. Be so bulky, you're like. <laughs> I'd be. No, it'd be like a mid- It'd be like a medieval knife. Knight. Knife. I'd be. Yeah, have you seen them fight? Yeah, yeah. kind of difficult. Kind of, um, but I, I have, I know, I know it's the 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 Mephisto thing, the Mephisto thing, of thinking that Cap is going to come back at the end to present whoever the man or to, to. to I'll put it this way: after four episodes in, I would have been shocked if Mephisto was really in it. After three episodes in, I'd be shocked if if Chris Evans does not show up in the final episode. Yeah. The final moments of the final episode. I don't. I don't know how you get out of this without using Chris Evans. I don't either. That's what I'm. And saying. especially with him being like, "Oh yeah, I signed a deal to come back to Marvel." Yeah. And that felt like, well, I got to sign the deal in order to do this one because I'm right. done, right? I got to get paid for this. I'm not going to come back just for charity. Someone's going to see it, so why don't we just say I'm signing a deal for a bunch of movies or whatever? I'm yeah. signing a deal to come back, not tell anybody exactly what it is, and then the news will break. And you notice everyone's forgotten about that. Correct. No one's talking about. No, the all fact they're that talking Chris about is evil cap. Yeah. <laughs> no one is talking about the fact that Chris Evans has a, has a, a, a deal with Marvel right now. Right. With Marvel Films slash Disney or whatever. And I thought with the, the moment he signed it, I thought in my head, I bet you he's in Winter Soldier. Oh, I thought so too. You know, the end I, of it, he's going to yeah. be in the end of it. You know, he'll be in the makeup and he'll be there and he'll give this the shield to you know Nomad. Jack Monroe's going to show up. And like, oh, Here you man. go. <laughs> that's the only cap that's not in this. Pretty much. At least, yeah. in, at least in modern times, yeah. I did find out who Elijah is. Or is it Elijah? Or? Star-Spangled Man. Patriot. No, that's no. Isaiah. Isaiah. Isaiah is Patriot. His grandson is the Patriot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's from Young no, Avengers. Isaiah is the, the older man, right? Isaiah, Isaiah is the older man. Hold on, because I just read Young Avengers again. Isaiah is the grandfather. Yes. He's the original cat. Josiah... Josiah? Josiah is the father. Oh, so yes. he's the son of Isaiah and the father of... Adam. Or uh, no. Abraham. No. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Noah. 
I, shoot. Bartholomew. No, what is what is what is <laughs> Patriot's real name? Jesus, I just read it like nine thousand times. Yes. This is this was the hint that that okay. we both knew at the very beginning when they showed my, Isaiah. My mm-hmm. question in that episode last week was are we meeting the grandson, which I think we are. Mm-hmm. In in the house that's taking care of Isaiah, or the, are you meeting the, the guy at the door? Was Isaiah? Yeah, or was the grandson? Okay. All of a sudden, just totally spaced on his real name. But I think Josiah is his father. Yes, mm. that you're, you are. Was correct. one of Isaiah's kids? Is it Elijah? I think I so. thought it was Elijah. Yeah, Patriot might be Elijah. Yes. Uh, yes. he, I thought he yelled Elijah. Yeah, Elijah Bradley is Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. That yes, he becomes okay. Patriot in Young Avengers. Yes, which led to the mutant rumor because if anyone hasn't read Alan Heinberg's Young Avengers from twenty years ago, I'm about to spoil it for you. Uh, he doesn't have superpowers. He's using MGH. He's using the mutant growth, growth hormone mm. drug uh-huh. in order to get his powers, and then has a. Blood transfusion from Isaiah, so he gets it off of there. I think in this one they would have it where it's just a bloodline trans, you know. Yeah, or he has, or he gets the blood transfusion because yeah. he lies to everyone in the comic when the Avengers try to stop the Young Avengers and they're trying to figure out who they are. Elijah says he got a blood transfusion from his grandfather, mm-hmm. and that gave him the serum in it. In the comic, you find out that is untrue. He's using MGH because right. he's busting a bunch of MGH dealers. That's like his thing instead of mm-hmm. going to school. And they discovered, like, he's not busting them to bust them. He's busting them to steal Steel, the MGH. Yes, yeah. In the end, he fights the Kree Super Skull or whatever. Um, and he gets hurt. And then he gets a transfusion, whatever the last enemy is in the, the, those 12 issues. Yeah. He does get a transfusion from Isaiah, which I think leads to him getting powers as you go forward. I think it is the Super Scroll. Super Scroll's in it. But he actually turns out to be sort of the good guy when the Kree oh, show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um. I can't remember if there's another bad guy towards the end there. Um, but yeah, you know, I, if you notice, these each of these shows, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, are all setting, uh, or even uh, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. and we don't know about She-Hawk yet. They're each setting up a young Avenger. Yeah. Yes. So I wonder if someone's going to be in Loki as well then. It's possible. You could get Hulkling in Loki. Mm. The only one is you wonder is if Cassie shows up. I was just wondering if, if uh, Loki or if Hawking would show up in She-Hulk. I know it's not it's, as... Yeah, it depends if you change the, the origin or you decide to go with the later Young Avengers, which right. has um, Cassie, Kate, mm-hmm. the two of them, and young Loki in it. Yes, so you wonder at the end of Loki series, he turns out to be teenage and Loki. I was thinking young Loki, and then Hawkling would show up in, in She-Hulk. Well, remember in Young Avengers, when when Lo- when young Loki's there, Hawkling's gone. No, that's true. Hawkling goes back to to help save the Shi'ar. Yeah, not the Shi'ar, the Skrulls, because the Skrulls. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. The Skrull homeworld has exploded, or whatever. But yeah, I just I if you know, yeah, I, I noticed that right away, especially mm-hmm. you know because Kate's coming, and we noticed and Cassie think- was a lot older in. In the we'll last just see, we'll also because Cassie's going to have a big role in the next Ant Man movie too. Yeah, so we'll see if maybe they literally, re- um, right? They, re- they re- recasted her, and so that could yeah. be a reason. But, but it, it, it's cool because you you can see that they're setting up something in the future. Yeah, and well, it, you, they knew, like Star Wars didn't. Um, 
these people are going to leave. Right. You can't do 40 movies with Robert Downey Jr. It's not going to happen. Right. Uh, you have to set people up that hopefully fans will get attached to. Oh, I forgot they're doing Ironheart, too. That's which right. Star Wars tried to do. And then everyone's like, I don't want the stupid Mary Sue. I want Luke Skywalker to have a big dong again. Just like slap at out of the ground. It's going to be so cool. He's whipping his penis. I just want him to rip a Star Destroyer out of the sky. Yeah, I want him to like rip the heart out of the Emperor and just like eat it in front of him. Just like, yeah. yeah. Instead, I get stupid Mary Sue and stupid black guy I don't care about. Stupid swarthy dude. Ugh, stupid. SAWZ. Um, Kenobi seems like it's going to have a lot of uh, flashback. We don't know. Because Anakin's in it. Yeah, but how much? That's true. If he's in one episode. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of flashbacks with Boba Fett. No. Those times he was eaten. Well, we've had flashbacks in uh, in Mandalorian. Yeah, because we don't know who the Mandalorian is. Right. Which, that also brings we up another again, thing. I don't need a ton of Obi-Wan backstory. I've got it. It's called three movies and nine seasons of freaking Clone see, I'm wondering if, this, if a lot of this show is him reminiscing, and that's how you take him off planet. We'll see. We'll see. Everyone's jerking off to that show, and I'm like, because we got. I, I forgot we had the casting for that this week too. Yep. And we found out that Han's in it. <laughs> well, we found out Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru are in Uncle it. Uncle Owen didn't even recognize Aunt Peru's character. Didn't he really? I I recognized no. her before. Um, oh before, no, I knew. I knew the other dude like crazy because he's been in a bunch of. He's other been things. in other things. She hasn't been in. Anything. And every time he's in some other than Hayden Christensen, those are the other two that I recognize. All the other people I'm like. Yeah, I looked at. I looked. I, I looked, no idea who these are. Every movie that I saw him in, well, you have to have a comedian in all of them now. Is uh, uh, I've watched, I've looked at anything else he's in. I'm like, why do I know him? Yeah, and I look at him I'm like, oh yeah, he's he was. Uh, I always Uncle forget Owen. he was Uncle Ben. Uncle Owen. Uncle no, Owen. No, Uncle Ben's the rice guy. Yeah, no. uh, not anymore. <laughs> well, you can have a comedian in it because he's jacked. Yeah. Look, if you're gonna pay Kumail Nanjiani, Nanjiani, to get ripped, yeah. He's going to be... I was in the pandemic, and I decided to get ripped because that Marvel wanted me to be ripped. Why not use him? Like, he's let's gonna, put him in Obi-Wan. I, I feel he's going to be a bounty hunter. I got a feeling he's going to be like a cantina owner. The most jacked cantina owner in all of Tatooine. <laughs> he's going to be chilling. He doesn't need a bouncer. He just throws you yeah. out himself. I'm just going to throw you out myself. It's going to be so cool. I wonder how much the Kenobi book is going to influence None. it. None. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it might influence it. Well... Influence it as much as the setting influences. Like, there's only so much you can do on Tatooine. Right. You know, you're not going like, oh, all of a sudden there's this huge cityscape that's in the middle of Tatooine with high rises that are you yeah. know, 3,000 feet tall. Well, we know from the Mandalorian there's only, like, basically yeah, four three, cities. Yeah, this is like three, and they're on the other side of the planet. Yeah. The craziest thing about the, the casting announcement for Obi-Wan or for Kenobi was the fact that people were upset that Ahmed Best was not announced as a cast. <laughs> Because one of the cast members. The thing in terms of influence is as much as what's going to influence. Ahmed Best was Jar Jar, by the way. I know. What's going to influence the series is the same thing that influences the book. And that is you have a particular hole that you're in. Kenobi has to be on Tatooine. He has to be near the Lars homestead, Mm -hmm. which means he's in the middle of nowhere. Right. And the closest places are Anchorhead and then eventually Moss Eisley. And he also has to. to come to terms with he's no longer a hero. He has... He doesn't have to. Doesn't have to, but... that's See, that's why I like the Kenobi book, because the Kenobi book is him grappling with that. Yes. And coming to the idea that I can no longer be what I think of as, as a Jedi. Yes. And also coming to terms with, boy, we really F stuff up. Didn't, from a certain point of view, 
Wasn't one of the stories, it did take a little bit of the Kenobi book and... I think one of the ideas is in it, yes. Yeah. Because the idea in the Kenobi book is because the scene isn't in episode three, because uh, 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 what's-his-face was just like, yeah, I'm not coming back to do four seconds of screen right. footage. Um, giant penis. What the hell's his name? Liam Neeson. Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> no, I was thinking of the actor. Oh. It's not that Qui-Gon Jinn didn't want to come back. Liam Neeson is a real person. <laughs> and was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'll do the voice in Clone Wars ten years later, but I can't go back to yeah. stand in front of a screen and literally just cross my arms. I was like... It must have been he, he must have been in his contract like they couldn't use his likeness or anything either because you totally could you have very totally easily it. had it because all you need is you don't know what I'm talking about do you the the force goes thing right yeah end. yeah so Yoda is supposed yeah. to tell Kenobi like I have I, I have an old friend who wants to talk to you yeah because the point was that he's the first person to figure out learn Qui Gon is the first person to, to figure out how to talk to people Jedi didn't disappear before that and he doesn't either they burn his body he, he, they burn yeah. his body it's, he's the he, first per, he's the first one to cross, be able to commune with back. the force enough to come to cross back or at least the first one in in a long long time right yeah. and well so he learns it he learns it because been. of the prophecies because he remember learns it to talk to Anakin too because you yeah. hear his voice when Anakin cuts down the yes it's supposed to be really him yelling at Anakin trying Correct. to get through to him like hey don't do this but he but because um, of all because of his because remember in in the books he yes, had, later later they go back yes. at the at the time when he was writing episode three in two thousand three two thousand four, the idea was going to be that Qui Gon has figured out how to cross back and he's going to teach Obi Wan how to do it, uh-huh. knowing that Obi Wan will probably die before Luke is ready, and that he can still be able to as as he puts it, I'll be more powerful than you can ever imagine by the fact that I don't have to leave Luke. So I can when, be with when him the uh, whole time. When Yoda's telling Obi-Wan this on the Tatum 4 in the conference room, yeah. it was originally supposed to be that Qui-Gon's ghost, Force Ghost yeah. appears. Yeah. And then Liam Neeson's like, I'm not going to come back. But then, uh, then what was really cool is uh, from, uh, from, a point of, from a certain point of view, made it where Qui-Gon first comes back with his voice and he had to still learn how to manifest his body. Because yeah, he talks to Yoda, doesn't he? Yes. In the, in the, the Yoda story? Yes. Because he talks to him like right after he, the the blanket gets burned. Because you find out Yoda has Qui Gon's cloak as his blanket. Yes, such a sweet story. And you also find out that Luke was supposed to be abandoned for death. But he was but, waiting for Leia. But actually, he Qui Gon talks to him in the episode, the six episode, season six. Uh, yes, yes. Eventually, now again. But you that's still well need to watch that. There's a lot of stuff I still need to watch. Also, what's what we're gonna watch that after we're done? What's not I'm saying watch the whole season tonight? We'll just, watch that, we'll just watch that that arc. I've watched part of it. Are we done? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this has been Nerdables for so Ethan. What's, what's not saying that uh, Liam Neeson's not going to return for Kenobi? The oh, picture, his made, picture wasn't there. Yeah, no, but no, he they can, could be a surprise that they're he holding could, he off. Could show up, yes. yeah. What I'm saying is at the time, he very, it was the same thing. There, there's a reason that uh, Obi-Wan's not in Vampire Strikes Back that much is because mm-hmm. they took right down to the wire to convince Alec Guinness to come back and do this stupid space movie again because he hated it. <laughs> well, because then he came back for Jedi, too. He came, his role in Jedi is actually long because he was, like, physically on the set. Well, I guess yeah. he was physically on Dagobah's set in Empire also. Mm. But that's that first part. Like, well, it's it's lovely to go back and go through, like, what happens if he doesn't come back? We don't know. We don't know how to get Luke to Dagobah. We need you back. Yeah. And then, like, uh, I don't know if Harrison wants to do another movie. Well, we get, freeze him. We get a voice actor to, to just, you know, get him to Dagobah. We would now or recast yeah. him. 
Don Cheadle is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> uh, so Falcon and Winter Soldier. See, did episode three live up to... Uh, Obi-Wan is not in Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, but did episode three live up to... You, you You said last week, and when Ethan wasn't here, that you felt the show was slow. show is slow. Did you feel this episode was slow? Slow enough. But it, it, I'm not saying it's not good. Right. Because you can't... Look, it's obvious that they don't have the budget to do Falcon. Sure. I, I guarantee you a quarter of the budget of this entire show was spent in the first five minutes of the first episode to do the chopper sequence. Well, also, you know, you got to think. When Redward gets, when Red, Redward, when Red Bird gets snapped in half, I said it, Red Wing, whatever, his stupid little bird thing, when it gets snapped in half, I said it here, I'm like, boy, you could really tell, oh, we don't have the money for this. Well, there's a reason why a lot of Winter Soldier, you see his arm covered. Yes. Because it's like, yeah, I don't want to. We don't have the CG in. Mm -hmm. Um. But there, there was a lot also spent on There's location. a lot happening. It's moving. There's a lot more plot in this than there is in the last one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's good. It's it's still it's still good. It's not... I, I find a lot of people, like, I'm not as engaged as one is. Yeah, because we don't have to spend six hours talking about who the Those Flag Smashers are. Who Who's really Captain America? It can't be... It can't be John Walker. It's got to be somebody else. Oh, I bet you his his sidekick is a Hydra villain or well, whatever. Also, with WandaVision, there was, I think there's a lot of thought that had to be involved with watching the show. Mm-hmm. You had to be really engaged with it. With this, it's like you your normal movie. Plot. Right. This one is like a normal Marvel movie where it's just yeah. a lot of, you know, there's there's good dialogue, there's a good story, but there's also a lot of action in between. But you had, the, with WandaVision, you had to have that quote-unquote swerve. With WandaVision, yeah. there's no plot early on there's occurrences you're like okay there's a town and we're trying to figure it out that's not a plot there's not necessarily the macguffin plot that we're going why is this town here there's all those questions here there's a group of kids young kids whatever stealing stuff because they want to kill everybody who came back go stop them go and that's it now how you get there is obviously the story but there's no questioning the plot in this they're trying to find this flag smashers and stop them yeah, and despite the fact that in every movie they can find every villain in four minutes, some reason the Flag Smashers are the best villains in the history of the MCU because nobody knows where the hell they are. <laughs> they gotta um, like go to places and talk to weird people and go like, "Hey!" But even but if you look at it, the way that these three series—WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Loki—their plot, their their quote unquote plots, their you know the the story setup are very different. Because you know mm. Loki, they've already told us is more of a detective procedural yeah. type, you know, series. So it's going. It's interesting, and I'm glad that they're doing them completely different. Yeah, because it it allows you to, you know, they're different, but they're they're alike just enough. It's different because it's it's still following the format with an MCU movie of giving you a story the way that they usually give you the story. But it's different enough because it, it plays into the roles of these different types of TV shows. Right. And so it gives you something different every single series. And that's what's enjoyable about watching these. I mean, literally Falcon and Winter Soldier is like lethal weapon. You know, yeah. it, it's a buddy it's cop. It's a buddy cop. And that's when, that's you know, when they first put out the trailers that's what i felt like it was going to be it was just going to be a fun little buddy cop movie yeah and the characters you like yeah and everyone else that's in it you know we're all people <laughs> that i that i liked 
I like the where uh, Sam sits in the back of the car and he's yeah. like, "You're not going to move your seat, are you?" And it's that, like a total callback. Such a callback, and it's it's something subtle like that where you know, like if you don't, if you didn't pay attention to it back then, you wouldn't remember it. But it doesn't but it matter was, if you didn't see it the first right. time. But it's fun to see because it's like, oh well, you didn't move your seat for me. I'm not going to move your seat for you. I was, <laughs> I was so totally hyped yesterday to watch Civil War when I got home. Like I watched Age of Ultron in the middle of one division. I watched this. Yeah. And then I forgot the Blues game was on, or the As game was on. I could watch it, and I watched that. And then I did something else, and I turned around, like, no, it's like nine. That movie's mm-hmm. like three hours long. I'm not going to watch this. So I haven't watched it. I, go, I need to watch that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just. I mostly wanted to watch it to be like, okay, this is not the same dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is Brule, or whatever his name is, playing a totally different film. <laughs> I like I like his Zemo. Zemo's great. Zemo's good, yeah. I'm watching it, and just, like, when he's just sitting there, you know, and it's like, I'll trust you, whatever's in there. Yeah, you know he's so con- he's so accommodating of it, and then he just you know shoots that dude I'm like what have you done? It's just like Nicky had the smiling tiger. Even his code name is stupid. Yeah, <laughs> everyone here not every black American dresses as a pimp, but in this town, every black American dresses like a pimp or whatever. What I do like really like about the show is it's really diving into Captain America. Mm. You know the the lineage of Captain America, yeah. where you know. I, the only one we're not going to see is Nomad, which is basically what Cap is in Civil War. You know, mm-hmm. when, when he becomes Nomad, which we kind well, of got. No, Nomad and, takes over the the Jack Monroe takes over the the. Well, there is a Jack Monroe. Yes. yes, there is a Jack Monroe. We got the feeling of a Nomad character though with Infinity War, didn't we? No, Cap just on his own type of deal. Well, no, that would have been Nom- Nomad is his own character. Yes, yeah. Jack Monroe was. Wait, wasn't like, Steve he, Nomad for a little bit? Steve took over Nomad because Jack Monroe took over being Captain America. Right. They switched to places. Because mm-hmm. um, in the 90s, it was like everything old is new again. They did a Nomad book. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. I don't know who the hell this is. And then it got canceled. <laughs> and every time I see it in a collection, I'm like, I kind of want to buy all that. Read that. <laughs> yeah. It's... See, I, Captain America this, was always we're, we're going to see prefer Captain America over Superman. When most people like Superman, I was. We're going to see four of the five people that have held the shield officially in the Marvel universe for a decent amount of time. In this, we have John Walker, um, uh, 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 Sam. We have Bucky, uh, Bucky Isaiah, and then Isaiah wears a different shield. But sure, it's Isaiah, a different so shield. Five yes. of the six, you know, because I think I think we'll see Steve. The only person we won't see who holds the shield for any amount of time is likely Jack Monroe, unless that's somebody coming. Mm. I, I it depends how, how it fits. In the I story. don't know how you're not going to be able to explain. I don't know how now. you would be able to fit that in unless you have him be like Isaiah, you know, where he's had it. Well, no, you, you just you, you you can drop that name somewhere. Yes. just be that thing. It might be a you know a callback to like the shield agent or the one of the dudes is going to be. I was kind of surprised that they didn't use the name for his handler in the first episode. Yeah. I thought, oh, you could put it there. Um, or I the senator. I don't remember Jack Monroe. He would have known, Monroe would have never been a senator, but I think you can. I think he was a soldier at one point or something mm-hmm. like that. But anyway. Because the only one of them that really, quote unquote, went bad was Walker. Walker didn't necessarily go bad. He's just a jerk. Yeah, but... Uh, one of them, the the super serum soldier, kind of made him go insane. That's the fifties cap that they talk about later. So okay, that's five of the seven. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not any of those characters. John Walker's in the eighties when Cap quits. Right. And okay. He's just like he's like Cap if if 
like Frank took over for a little while. Maybe not as bloodthirsty, yeah. but he didn't, you know, he, he carried a gun. Right. Where Cap didn't. He's like, I can't kill anybody because I could kill everybody. And John Walker's like, no, I'm going to shoot you in the face. The like, only thing I didn't like when they first showed Walker was the... Um, he looked like the dude from Up? Yeah, it was <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, but they did do the ears sticking out so you can... No, it was just the, how, you know, precise he was with the shield. You know, right, you know, when he was training. Yeah. I I didn't like that because, you know, later later on we find Sam and Bucky playing with it and they don't have as much luck. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, is like you have to think about had did Steve have any sort of training on how to learn how to use that shield when it was given to him by Howard back in Well, you see it. You, you see know? all that in, in Captain America when, So in Captain America How uh, much training? I don't, I don't know if he's doing the training. Yeah. You see him did you see the first time he does you it see where him he doing bounces. It. But yeah, you can see him do you also it, have but... to remember the shield that he has now. This shield was the one that Tony was working on that has the electronics in it. Yeah, that it's different than the one that Howard built out of vibranium. This is a different shield. This is the one you see. Yeah, it, the, the one that Howard built is the broken one, isn't it? Yes, it's in the back of Tony's garage or whatever. Yeah, there's uh, something. Yeah, because. Doesn't, this he one use, has, doesn't he use it in Iron Man 2 to remake the, the yeah, element? He, well, he uses it to prop up the... the he, yeah, and he isn't it, it broken? No, no, no. It's, no, no. Okay. It, it's, it's being worked on. It's, yeah. not, it's not fully it's not developed. Complete. But that's the one where the first time in Age of Ultron where he, he holds it up and he goes... And it yeah. connects to his gauntlet because it's got the electronic yeah. you know, to call back to it. Is that the same one, though? Because I think the design is different. Well, because the one that they're know. using now has the little line, it has the little grooves in it where yeah. you can see that, that that. And then the star, each each point of the star has an outline. Yes. Rather than the whole star itself. Yeah. Yes. So. All right. I was trying. Else? I was trying to figure out where that shield came from originally, but. No, I, this, I this is the, this is the one that Tony had where he propped it up when he was working yeah. on the suit. His mom made it. <laughs> Martha made. It. <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap things up after an hour and fifty-two. <laughs> wow. What? Yeah, oh yeah. Holy shit. For not having any topics, we really <laughs> all that it. all those tangents uh, we should have talked about Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about toys. All right, so uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm R A Singh. We will talk to you next time.